Hello and welcome back to the Pretty Little Podcast. We're your hosts. My name is Phoebe. And I'm Caroline. And today we are recapping season three, episode 10 of Pretty Little Liars, What Lies Beneath. I think I have to start doing what Freddie Benson does and iCarly for you. What? When he, when he goes, and five. Four, I would really three, prefer you didn't. Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god wow that just unlocked something within me do you remember how upset lily was when i carly got canceled like genuine sadness is what she felt no what i don't remember that at all oh my god wow is she, is she, watch, as fuck, is she as watching the the reboot where carly know. and freddie Prob- just probably we actually do a lot to talk about i'm looking at the notes now we wrote a lot of things that um we're going to have to remember <laughs> what we meant by the Okay, um well before we talk about all of the really thousands of important things we have to talk about, we have to say a humongous thank you to everybody who has visited our Patreon, has subscribed to it, literally like far exceeded what we thought, I think. And um I hope that the content is what you dream it will be. This week you're getting, or I guess today, you're getting the Vampire Diaries recap, which mm-hmm. I'm actually super excited about. I know, because it happened to. like a million years ago. I don't remember it at all, but also it's just like, I'm now I like when I listen to our episodes, I usually don't make it through the whole recap part. I'm just like, eh, whatever. But for it to be like a different show, I'm excited. So that's coming this week, which is really exciting. Um, but we do need to shout out our patrons so far. So thank you to Miranda. She is an honorary Connell sister. Thank you to Daniel, honorary Connell sister. Of course. Uh, Zoya, honorary Connell sister. Mom, honorary <laughs> Connell Georgia sister. Georgia Connell. And mom, mom was like, oh my God, I love being an honorary Connell sister. I can't wait Can to, talk to talk about, about mom. mom? <laughs> And she goes, oh, geez, this is so weird. I'm an honorary Connell sister and Connell mom. <laughs> like, yeah, mom, that is so weird. This is so weird. She's been so cute this weekend, actually, with her. Okay, that did not just happen <laughs> when you're making friendship bracelets for the Taylor Swift concert. We were making friendships bracelets, and all the beads fell off of hers. <laughs> one of the ones she was making, and she freezes, and she goes, okay, that did not just happen. <laughs> It was so cute. I could not believe my ears. It was, it was so funny. so cute. Okay. Um, we also have uh, Sarah, who is an honorary Connell sister. Diana, an honorary Connell sister. Um, Ruth, an honorary Connell sister. And then we have got Emily and Abby, who are both in the dream rotation. So thank you guys so much, seriously, for listening for supporting us this is awesome we're maybe gonna, i can't like, believe break it. even on the pot now <laughs> which is really cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah who would have thought i know it's awesome so thank you so much really thank like you. you guys have no idea how exciting it is for us even our mom like every day i come downstairs she's like check on the patreon today <laughs> <laughs> i know well, i think our family can't believe that like i think mom was like fully prepared to be the only person who joined <laughs> you know what i mean like which i'm like okay yeah okay we've we, been telling we're you not we're not that international we're celebrities we're not like that crazy that we're gonna no put we all wouldn't effort. we wouldn't be doing the patreon if, if we, didn't we think hadn't we gotten to a point where like it made sense a little yeah. bit for us to have it so thank you for getting us to this point and thank you so much for 
supporting. And if you have not joined the Patreon and you would like to, head on over. We got three tiers starting at $3. All of them get perks. All of them get a shout out and a sticker and a handwritten note. So, And at the time of this episode, there will be two episodes out. Yes. You get three episodes a month if you join the highest tier, which is the honorary Connell sister. That's $12 a month. Um, and that comes with three episodes. The content could shift a little bit month to month in terms of like what we talk about. But this month we've got two podcast episodes. We have a TV recap, it's Vampire Diaries, and I think that was also a drinking game. So double whammy. If you're the second tier, um, you get one of those episodes, typically going to be a podcast, and that's $6 a month. And then we have our $3 a month where you get um, the sticker and the note and a shout out. And yeah. And there are other perks too. So go check it out on the Patreon if you haven't yet seen. The link is in our bio. But yeah, just needed to say a thank you and shout out our patrons. Thank you so much. Okay, now we can jump into all the things we have to talk about. Um, starting, should we just start with the Eras tour? Yeah, or should we go in order of the note? <laughs> oh my God. Phoebe, the way you just said, I'm or yeah, or <laughs> could we go in order of the note? Well, I'm just, I don't know what is bringing about you wanting to talk about what's first on the list. What is first on the list? <laughs> Let me take a look. Oh. <laughs> We'll talk about it later. <laughs> okay. Um, hmm. I guess I s- at some point had an idea. Well, never mind. Okay. Um, <laughs> I do have something, though, that I want to talk about, and I want to ask our Gen Z listeners. Are you I'm Gen, Gen Z? Z? You're, like, not, though. It's because I have a millennial older sister. Mm. There, that, that does create, and people, Gen Z people talk about it. There's, I do think, here's my theory. I think I've spoken about this before. Mm. I think generations are getting smaller. I don't think, me and Lily are technically both Gen Z. Yeah, that's what's so weird. But that's a drastic difference. Yeah. But then there's also a difference between you and me. Mm-hmm. I think that because of technology and how quickly technology, because if you think about it, most generations are defined by big technological yeah. Things are like, I don't know, these th- big things that are happening. And for us, it's main, like technology rapidly changes. So like I remember being a kid before the iPhone existed, but Lily doesn't. Mm-hmm. So like she, her, the view, the way that her generation deals with technology is very different than the way that my generation deals with technology and the different than the way yours does. So I think that they're getting smaller but technically, I am Gen Z. Mm, okay, thank you. I think that Lily's generation is should be named something else. Because Gen Z, to me, is like the kids that did like March for Our Lives. And like that congressman, he's the first Gen Z congressman. And we're the same age. And Florida, Paramore mm, brought him up oh, on stage. Oh, 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 yeah. I think Foster, Frost, maybe. His last name starts with an F. I'll get off my soapbox now. Yeah, wow. Oh, my God. Thank God. Okay, I don't want to be, like, rude, but whoo, thank God that's <laughs> over. <laughs> just kidding. Um, kind <laughs> of. Kind of. Just kidding. Awesome. But not totally. Perfect. Uh, okay, well, here's what I... The whole reason we're talking about this. Is the side part back? No. Well, then why is Sophia Ritchie posting videos with the side part? And she looks fabulous. Y'all, I just switched to a middle part. You did, yeah. And I don't know if I'm ready to go back to the side part at all. Me either. And mom 
doesn't i still think most people look better with the middle part but mom and i got into a fight about it a fight mom hates middle parts i know she thinks because i mean and i used to be like no i always thought my hair was too straight to do one Mm -hmm. because i picture like 70s like like honestly like the manson girls like that is like what i thought my hair would look like if i had a Mm -hmm. middle part but i think that it typically looks better for most people to have one I mean, and now we think that. I know. But, like, when we were all wearing side parts, we didn't think people looked better with the middle part. Yeah. So, it's like... I don't know. I know. I feel better with the middle part. I like having a middle part. And mom was like... <laughs> and I was like, awesome, mom. I've actually... This was, like, a new thing for me. So, thank yeah. you for making me feel so awesome about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mom's never liked it. Predictable. She's never liked it. But it is what it is in. So, there. But... Sophia Ritchie. But here's the deal. Okay, so here's a question. Do you not believe me? No, I haven't seen the pictures of her. It's a video. It's on TikTok. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) She did it with Jake. Oh, then I did see the video, but I didn't notice the side part. Yeah. It's a deep side part. It's not like a is it or isn't it. It's definitely a side part. They found Jake's luggage. Did you hear? Oh, thank God. (laughs) Look at this video. (laughs) I love him. He really is like my favorite person ever. Um, but is Sophia Richie like a millennial influencer? You know what I mean? Because she's the old money thing. And I'm sorry, Gen Z, like that's not for you, really. That's true. That's a good point. So maybe we are going to start having millennials that like don't cater. Sorry, um, influencers that don't cater to the other generations they're like if you are a millennial this is what it is on trend for you if you are a gen z this is what is on trend for you you know what i mean yes instead of like trying to get everyone to fit into one trend cycle because here's the deal you will not catch me wearing low-rise jeans or pants that's a gen z trend i will never ever in my fucking life subscribe to no and we're getting it wrong we got it wrong in the 2000s like i feel like most trends that come back i can see mm-hmm. the appeal this stop trying to like I, it it happens every five years or so we're like like when stranger things first came out when i was like a freshman in high school or whatever that was the 80s fashion was what was so in and then five years later it was like 90s and now people are trying to be really into Y2K. the y2k but like we can be nostalgic for that time but also acknowledge that there were a lot of it things about it that we don't need to repeat, but it's like, cause back, cause back then, cause the Y2K like style was really like, what is ugly? Mm-hmm. It's like put ugly shit together. Like it isn't. And we don't need to, to do that. Cute. No, but I do kind of love it, but it is. Nostal- I don't know. It's nostalgia driven for me, but I do kind of love I it. I like when it's making, but like, it's not practical every day to yeah. go back to that. But so that's my point though, because there are a lot of Gen Zers who are like, no, no, this is it. And so what I'm saying is maybe for you and me, like those influencers, you can have a, like the Gen Z gen, like the young Gen yeah. Z and say like, this is an influencer for you. And this is the trends. Like these are the trends that you should be following. But if you're like us, Maybe we can look more to like Sophia Richie because at this time in my life, I'm sorry. I would rather live like Sophia Richie. Like, yeah. Than, well, I don't want to see Van. But like. No, but I. Well, I would. Yeah, but I'm Alex old age, which makes me ill. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I think I'm Sophia Richie's age. So that's, I think, worse because she's 
like the definition of old money now. Mm. Yeah, but like if you were Lionel Richie's kid, so would you be? So would you? But she like isn't because she's Lionel Richie's kid. It's because of who she fucking married. That's oh. like now people are like saying this, and it's like oh because she married rich. It's like guys, she was rich. <laughs> yeah, this isn't like new. Guys, have you heard about her family? Have you ever heard of Lionel Richie? <laughs> All hail Nicole Richie, bitch. Don't forget about Nicole Richie. Yeah, I really, guys, for the, I think we may have mentioned this, but for the Patreon, we were, we watched, um, Queen oh Maker. The, we did the, not mention that. We didn't the speak of Demois. this. Well, I don't even think Jamal had anything to do Nothing. with it. Fe- okay. Phoebe, person- okay, listen to this. So we were going to do like a movie recap or a documentary recap. So Phoebe was like, oh my God, there's this documentary that's out. That's perfect for us. It's all about pop culture. It's like a Dumois documentary that that's how it was presented and to the public queen maker and i was like oh my god that sounds perfect and in the first five minutes we're like hell yeah because it's all about how to be an it girl in the early 2000s it's about like paris hilton yes nicole richie all these people it's great and then, in the beginning and then the turn it took you guys it's honestly like the, the same reason we're not going to do the bama rush documentary on the patreon yeah, which we also thought we were going that, to and it, and it sucked too because it's just not about that hey documentary makers be transparent. Be transparent, but also like if you're setting out to make your document documentary about your Be, we documentary about one thing, keep it that way. I'm sorry. If you want to make a documentary about your alopecia, do it. Do but it. Do it. Do it. Don't, don't use, say that it's the Bama Rush and sorority. don't capitalize on all the all the people that because wanted to. Also, here's what I'm gonna say. What the fuck does that woman have to do with a sorority? And it's also like I'm like this. <laughs> There needs to be a real documentary that's actually going to take care and like actually really dig yeah. into the history of sororities because it is a problematic culture. Yeah. And she just completely exploited it. But but the thing is, it also there also, and I'm sure there are, but there also needs to be a documentary that makes people with alopecia feel very seen yeah. and the experiences they may feel they missed out on because of their alopecia. But they don't and all that, but the this same documentary, documentary. This documentary isn't about that either though. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Is like, it's not about. It's about her. It, yeah, it is not about. I don't know what it's about though, because it's we. She doesn't even come into it until like the end. the The director of this documentary does not really come into it until like, like sixty percent in. And what happens is she's interviewing a girl who says to her like, who brings up the fact that she does not have hair, and which we don't know. That is the <laughs> first time we learn that the director has alopecia, and. But she doesn't talk about having alopecia that much. And she does. It's more about. It's like. It almost seems like she is. I mean, I feel like I get it. Like, I feel like she was like, I, you know, to fit in with these girls, I would have had to put myself in a position that I'm not comfortable in wearing a wig, being like trying to be something that I'm not and that I'm just not comfortable being. However, she didn't even like really lean into and that. She doesn't, that she doesn't stick the landing. It kind of feels like when you're watching a presentation in class where like they are presenting all the information that they need to, to make the point that you think they're going to make. And then they try to bring it all home in this really can't. like cool way. And they bring in something that doesn't seem like it fits. The thing. And then they try to make it all fit really really quick at the end and it doesn't work it doesn't make sense here's the problem exactly and i really feel like it is you know okay for the people that really wanted a documentary on the bama rush thing the alopecia coming in towards the end 
is distracting from what they wanted to learn from and this. And so now they're right? annoyed. And now if you're someone who's watching this because you know the director has alopecia and you're interested in this, then you're getting distracted by all this sorority shit. And that's not what you want to see. And the other thing is, there were things mentioned about soror- about the Alabama rush culture and about alopecia that I wanted to know more about. Mm-hmm. There were things about her experience with alopecia that I wanted to know more about. There were things about her experience with whatever it was. I don't even know what her experience was, was with rushing, but there were things I wanted to know more about on both sides that I didn't get to learn because this documentary was trying was so hard to like cover the very surface of these things and, and pretend that they tie in. And if I'm missing something, please tell me. It should have been episodic and they should have done like an episode on this is the phenomenon that happened about Bama mm-hmm. Rush this past year with TikTok and everything. Yeah. Talk about that. Follow some girls who are deciding to rush and go to mm-hmm. Bama because of TikTok. That's interesting. And then do another one about the history of sororities and talk about um, the history of racism and sororities mm-hmm. and classism and all those things. Because that is that's really what the documentary needed to be about. Yeah. And you know what? It's what's funny also is the person that I watched it with was in a sorority and has alopecia. So I would actually, I should ask her, like, really what? But if it if it had turned out to be a documentary about alopecia, that's great. But it also didn't. Like, it yeah. wasn't a documentary. It just didn't stick really about anything. Me. But um, I will say, we would never watch this on the Patreon. But I did just watch the Duggar documentary. Oh, you did. That was a well-done documentary. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll watch it. There's some really interesting... They talk about the church that the Duggars are a part of, Mm -hmm. and they talk to a lot of people that were a part of it and, like, aren't anymore. And then they talk about, like, how that kind of Christianity is being morphed into, like, you see, like, these chuggy millennials who, Mm -hmm. like, look normal and cool and are in cool relationships and have tattoos. You look at them, but they're still saying the same stuff, just in, like, with a different face. Yeah. But they, so they covered all this stuff. They talked about a ton of stuff in this documentary. It was four episodes, but it made sense. Yeah. Ever, it was still about the Duggars and the cultural phenomenon of that and like what Josh did and some of the Duggar girls are in it. It was really good. Anyway, so we tried to watch this documentary that, okay, well, Caroline didn't watch the trailer before, which maybe maybe we should have but okay but you did i know and that's what i'm saying don't put the, the trailer was also misleading okay and but that's what i'm like, you're Demois? like well caroline didn't watch the trailer or she would have known well she just you put, didn't fucking she know just either. Put this on, she's like phoebe picked this documentary she didn't pick right? it you i didn't did pick but it. i how was i to know i was just as shocked I'm, as you all i'm saying is you did pick it and that's <laughs> why we watched it i know but i didn't i'm sorry so. you can you can say wham 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 all you want all I'm, the way home guys, but you poked you poked it you picked it. I did. I did. But I picked it because Demois posted about it okay. and was like, this is going to be like a pop culture documentary. Yeah. That's really interesting. And it wasn't. Well, it but was interesting. interesting. <laughs> it just ended up following a very different story. It was really dark. It was very dark. It was very dark. If you are going to watch it, you should know there the trigger warning. There's a lot of drug use and like a lot of sexual topics that are difficult to discuss there's a lot of um uh suicide like like a lot of like troubling troubling 
things are going on with and an that's another issue that this i have thing just like starts focusing that's on. another issue i have with the way they advertised it and the demois partnership because i think you do you think that was on purpose because the whole thing with this individual and i don't remember their name so i don't want to say it but this individual if you've watched it you do know who we're talking about was like behind a lot of celebrity gossip or yeah. like talked you know Maybe and but sort I sort of thought they were also a socialite and they were also friends with these socialites and it kind of turned into like a really deep obsession and um there's you know a lot of mental illness that's like happening and um but the whole point was like you there was so long that they never showed their face and no one knew who they were and then they did and everything changed for them well, I so do I'm think wondering that's why if they that's why they were like it we're not going to show this person's face because that's sort of like what it was already like. I guess. Yeah. And it was like a reveal to figure out who it was, but I just think if it's going to get that heavy, it it needs a trigger warning. I don't advertise it. it. I don't think it did either, but don't advertise it. Like it's going to be about how Paris Hilton and Uh -uh. Nicole Richie like took over the world and what that means for our culture. It is not about that. I would like to watch that documentary. Yeah, if someone wants to make that that documentary, make it. Yeah, please. It won't be us. If you've watched either of these documentaries, by the way, let us know. Would love to hear your thoughts because maybe we are in our own little bubble, like saying the same thing back to each other and saying, "Hell yeah, sister, you're right," (laughs) Um, (laughs) and we're wrong, maybe. But so I want to know what you guys think because it's it is. I mean, look, we're talking about it, so they did something right. Yeah, but. yeah, or go watch did, it. Or they did maybe. something, or they did something weird, and we want to talk. If about If you want to feel weird, go watch them. Because you will. Yeah, <laughs> you'll they're, feel they're uneasy for the rest yeah. of the night. Yeah. Anyway, it was odd. We didn't end up doing it on the Patreon. We won't be. We did not <laughs> if record we it. We do a documentary in the future. We will it won't be that heavily about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll watch it and then we'll say okay. Exactly. Okay. Well, so then what do we decide? Something about the side part or what? I'm not for it. Okay. All right, I'm just, look, I'm just fucking wondering. All right, next up we have, should we just go pop culture and then Eras tour? Yeah. All right, Kourtney Kardashian's pregnant. Whoa. Honestly, like, I, I saw it coming. Duh, they were literally, like, <laughs> documenting their IVF journey. Um, I just, like, okay, you know I love the Kardashians. I know, you just don't like Kravis. That's okay. I'm no, 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 it's not, that's too. not even what I was going to say. Okay. Whatever, she's happy. I'm just, like, kind of bored like i just don't care anymore about her or about the kardashians just uh, like anytime one of them announces pregnancy i'm like oh like, yeah i mean it yeah. just i don't care anymore well hey i do think that's how we're supposed to react good i do think that's how normal people <laughs> are supposed to react to celebrity like finding out people that you don't know are pregnant <laughs> oh great <laughs> like, i don't think we're supposed to be like taking our tops off and running around the street like <laughs> screaming um so i think that that's healthy and I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm proud that you've gotten to that. You know point. what I mean? But like, I just, it doesn't feel like something that we need to talk about. No, I agree. I mean, but I do like the way that she did it. I thought that was cute. If you guys saw, she recreated a moment in the all the small things video where someone holds up a sign that says Travis, I'm pregnant. And she did. And it was cute. Yeah, that like, I mean, was. Here's the deal. They're kind of gross with their love in terms of PDA. Like, it's just way too fucking much. But it's like they're high schoolers. But... They do love each other so much, and that's great. And I'm happy for her. Like I'm, and I'm happy. You say what you want about her relationship with Scott Disick, and like that it was like a marriage. It still wasn't a marriage. They were not married. She refused to get engaged to him or marry him because she knew. I mean, she had children with him, but she 
like wasn't did not want to get married to him she did and I respect the fact that she didn't and that she waited until she met someone that she really did like she she didn't want to get married before she met Travis and then they met and she was like now this is something I want and I didn't want that before Mm -hmm. and so I think it's great that she's not one of those celebrities that like got married 500 times because they thought they were supposed to do that and if this is like her one true love then I'm really happy that they have each other. I don't want to see it to the degree that I do, but yeah, I'm happy for them. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so she's pregnant. They're going to have a baby. I think it's awesome. She's 44. She was able to get pregnant from IVF. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, next. Have hey. you fucking heard about the Meghan and Harry podcast stuff? You sent me an article about it. I didn't read it. Watch it. Okay, or read it. Okay. Um, so basically, they had they have a production company. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it's called. It's like Archibald or something like that. And it's, or like Archetype, I don't know. They teamed up with Spotify and created a podcast with Meghan Markle, like interviewing people. <laughs> what, like why? It was a $20 million deal, okay? She recorded the first season, I believe it was 12 episodes. And it was wildly popular. It won, I think, best podcast at like the Teen Choice Awards or something like that. But like people are the People's Choice Awards. I don't know. People really liked it. And then they just announced that they will not be moving forward with the deal. They will not be coming with a season two, which is really surprising because of how popular it was. And then the like head of Spotify podcast came out on his own podcast and said that um, basically like blasts them and he's like they are grifters that's what we should have called the podcast we had with them um they're lazy and they basically didn't produce enough content to meet their 20 million dollar deal they didn't want to like produce enough they only wanted to do 12 episodes and whatever and they couldn't come to an agreement and so they just lost out on that and the spotify head is like fucking blast and calling them lazy grifters how cr- I mean, hey, head hey of you Spotify- guys, hey, hey, head of Spotify podcasting. If you have, <laughs> if you if need you to replace that podcast, if you still have that twenty million dollar deal, deal, you know what? And if and if you did give the majority of that twenty million dollars to we'll Megan, that's whatever. We'll left. take whatever's left, <laughs> and we'll take we'll that make you as much really, content yeah, as, as you want. Literally, I'll quit my job. <laughs> we'll <laughs> talk about you, t- you. Tell me what you want, and, and we'll consider it. it. If you want me to give opinions <laughs> on a war, go for. I'll, I'll research yeah. it, or I'll give blind impression. Whatever you well, want, whatever, really. Actually, whatever, whatever the you public want. wants. You <laughs> tell me something. You're like, okay, talk about foreign policy. You I'll got just, it. I'll just pretend. <laughs> like you got it. I'll, I'll talk say, about yeah, what I think it is. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, like. We got a. They got a lot of policies. We got to trade stuff. Oh my god! Yeah, no, whatever you want for real. But mm-hmm. that's not even what they were talking. She was just like interviewing people. I don't know. But hey, Road Warriors, like by the way, can you all go at that guy and find him and let him hey, know that like we're we available and you. willing? Yeah. Um, we are not the, lazy grifters. Pretty little podcast. We should get sweatshirts that say we lazy are not grifters. lazy grifters. We are not lazy grifters. And then on the back, Connell sounds like Connells are not lazy. Grif- <laughs> yeah. You know what though? That is true. It is. Connells are not lazy grifters. Mm-hmm. In fact, we've been forbidden to be so. And even when you think you are, I often you're still not. I have a lot of imposter syndrome. Yes, me too. Especially because you're my older sister. What? That plays into it a lot because I have always felt like you're a much harder worker than me. Okay. Well, I don't know if that's true. And I just think that. <laughs> and then dad will be like you did a lot of stuff in college i'm like wait what i know <laughs> you think that i and feel then that I'll, way too then i'll look back at what i did in college and i'm like whoa 
I every day I'm like, I'm not doing enough. Like I'm lazy. I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hey, I worked from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. today. You're good. <laughs> you've, you've earned the right to watch a television show. <laughs> yeah, I no, know. It's, that's something you have to unlearn. Yeah. Um, anyway, isn't that crazy? They are not doing themselves any fucking favors. Mm-mm. They have got to figure it out. They need a new PR team. Like, they, I'm sorry. They cannot get one pebble of good press if they pay for it. It's insane to me. And they still think that they're going to make themselves the victims And of they are so, like, they're complex. I just, I can't, I, I really. I don't understand. Puts you, a bad you, taste in my you mouth. You could have just, like, gone into the darkness. Literally, you could have evaporated. You could have gone and been normal fucking people if you wanted to. But you don't want to. That's the, that's thing. the thing. You say you that say that's you what want you that. want, but that's not true. Or you wouldn't have ever had a $20 million deal it's with Spotify. A, it's Aria and Ezra shit. Yes, it is. Thank you. Ugh. Okay, now we are we Wait. have made it to the portion of the hey, evening for the era story. There are things I wanted to talk well, about. Well, they're on not the list. on this list. Yes, they are. What? First and foremost, I thought these were all part of era's <sighs> tour. I want to talk about Stassi's interview. I call her daddy. Oh, I thought I wrote Stassi there. No, I wrote Stassi Hannah Marin because okay, this interview I have been like, oh my god, this is if we got. If Hannah Marin were a real person. Oh, my God. And we're now Stassi's age and was doing what Stassi was doing. But I didn't watch the thing yet. She's so funny. She is so funny. Alex has a segment where she's like, um, okay, I'm going to have you pick what things are basic and if they're not basic. Mm -hmm. And the first thing is Aperol spritz. And she goes, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, no, you have no idea how hard it is. I'm pregnant and all I want every day is... 50 <laughs> Aperol spritzes and I have my husband make them oh. and then I'll just swish it around in my mouth. Oh my God. <laughs> and then Alex is like, and then you like spit it out and she's like, no, I mean like my baby can like take a little bit of an Aperol <laughs> spritz and I was like, Saucy, don't say oh that. Oh my God, don't say that. <laughs> oh my God, don't say that. She was also like, I was trying to figure out what to wear today because like I haven't really had to be out of the house and I'm pregnant and it's like hard mm-hmm. and she was like, well, I know that like not everybody looks good and sweatpants and a t-shirt like you do, Alex. So oh, I had to that put, is true, Alex. I by had the to way. put a lot of effort into like my look for the outfit, and she goes, "But I am most comfortable in bags," <laughs> 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 which I resonated with immediately. I actually that is so the true. Amount of merch stands I've been at in the past week and will be at tomorrow. Just the, give the, me the biggest bag is, you have. Hey, what's the biggest size you have in anything here? Yes. <laughs> give me that. Yeah, literally. I love being like, um, what's the biggest size you have in that? And they'll be like a medium. And I'll be like, next, next. <laughs> like, no. Shut up. All the, come on. That's not a big size. It's not. It's like, what? Uh, I'm not going to what most I'm people I'm sorry. Got. I don't want anyone. I don't want anyone. When we have our merch out, do not buy it in a size that's going to like fit your body. Okay? You're going to buy it oversized because that's how we would wear it. And that's the way merch was meant to be worn. Yeah. So there. I just, but yeah, I, it sucks you even watched it. Also, why did he write John Bonet on the note? Stop asking that. You'll find <laughs> out. When are we going to talk about it? You'll find out. Oh, in your rotation. And I almost called you Anthony because you're bothering me. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I love you, Anthony. Um, well, I guess I better go in my rotation now since you just fucking ruined it. <laughs> What? You're so shocked. That just made me laugh. You're yeah. so shocked that John Benet Ramsey's <laughs> in my dream blunt rotation of the week. <laughs> oh. I want to know what happened. 
<laughs> don't you? Yeah, but I don't think she's going to be the one to tell us. No, yeah, she will, though. Until, she, until we're up there with her. No, no, no. But if she... Okay, number one, my dream blunt rotation, dead or alive. Okay? Okay. okay. Same with nightmare. Like, <laughs> sometimes it's just figments. You know that. Sometimes it's just ideas. It doesn't have to be, like, realistic. What do you think happened? We've never talked about this. Um, I think that there are two options here for me. And one mm-hmm. is the dad. Mm-hmm. And one is the brother. And um, I just really do kind of feel like it was the dad. But I know that people think it was the brother. We should do a John Bonet episode on the Patreon. We should. Like a crime. And we should watch one of the many documentaries have you ever watched how many john benet documentaries have you the only one i didn't really get into was the one where like it starts and they have a bunch of like child actors trying to like be john oh my god did you never watch that whole thing though no (gasps) no that's the craziest one because it's so fucking weird (laughs) okay we'll watch that one we gotta watch that one I I i watched it over five times right when you think that that story can't get crazier they're like okay and then there's a guy in like europe who's confessing to the murder yes yes it's like and there's also a guy that dresses like santa that was breaking into houses there's so much and we'll never know and also there was pineapple on the counter and in her stomach yeah i know what the fuck it's really so i think the brother did it well what i think is that the brother maybe maybe did it or started it and then the, the dad finished it in a bad way and try to pre- protect the brother despicable yeah so I mean, john bonnet was the money the money maker why I would know. he do that shit i know i know and the fact that nobody's been arrested for it how do you live with yourself i, I know that's it was one what of them. i don't i know it was one it of them it was ap- they should all be arrested because they all know what happened but honestly is someone dead in her family besides her we should be maybe the mom we should be allowed the U.S. government should be allowed to trap people in a room who they actually shouldn't be allowed to do this. Okay, I'm just hypothesizing. Hey, they did this. <laughs> no, I just mean like. <laughs> Ever heard of MK Ultra? Like, hey, hey, Mr. Ramsey, Mrs. Ramsey, whatever the, Kirk. If Kirk? I knew their first names, I would call them by that because they don't Patsy. deserve politeness. Patsy is the mom. Okay, name. I think we should call her that. Thing. I don't know. Well, I guess it's John. John Bennett. Oh. Anyway, then the brother. I'd put them all in the room and I'd say, you guys don't get to fucking leave until you just tell us what happened. Yeah. That's torture. Yeah. That <laughs> I, I slowly started to realize that when I started. They, they had that idea. The government did have that idea. They said we should be allowed <laughs> to just put people in rooms and not let them leave until they tell us. Yeah. And we're going like, to play really loud music. I and know, we're going like, to do know. That causes fake yeah. confessions. Wait, did you, do you know how, um, the U.S. military got that dictator. They dic- played what song over and over? Like some sort of heavy metal song. Yeah, like over. That's and a torture. Over. That's a thing they do. That was Loki as though. They'll play it so loud, like so you don't fall asleep. And that was surrounding his like castle. Yeah, oh, I was sick. Yeah, I mean maybe not. I don't know. Maybe that's problematic for me to say, but I think that's kind of funny. I mean, it's he fun- was he was like doing shitty things. Hey, so. if he, I would do that to like some of my exes. <laughs> certainly some of my sister's exes so um <laughs> moving on <laughs> we had to slip that in there yeah well, i'm just saying i'm fucking protective yeah. and i'll fuck someone up if i have to for you or for lily 
I'm not saying those people exist right now. I'm saying like this is a warning too for the future mm-hmm. and for right now and for the past. <sighs> really for whatever I want it to be. <laughs> I'll find you. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> Teach you lessons. She knows. Oh, I know everything. Well, not everything. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. So on my dream blunt rotation, I did have John Benny Ramsey on there. But one thing that was so funny when I was in college one of my really good friends is a beautiful black woman named Tyler Brockington. And we were all at her house. Well, she um, orders, pe- we order pizza. And she told the guy that her name was JonBenet Ramsey. <laughs> and then she answered the door. <laughs> and, and he said, for JonBenet Ramsey? And she goes, we honestly look alike. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you don't. Um, but it was so funny. And anyway, I'm just, one, curious what the heck happened there. Two, just think it would be cool to hang. Yeah. She's got a story to tell. She's also Gorgina. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Teach me. Okay, next. on the, This is a very weird dream blunt rotation. It would be interesting, the vibes in the room. Next up is Julian Baker. Um <laughs> except for obviously Julian Baker is sober so we would you know that was very respectful yeah I would not I'm you know anyway um I just really love her I'm so excited to see Boy Genius and her music just makes me feel like I want to like rip my heart out of my body like or it feels like it is being ripped out of my body like it hurts me but also I feel very seen by a lot of her music and she is one of the only artists I've like encountered that has spoken about having OCD in a way that I can like relate to in a way that like I just f- I feel like it's legitimate sort of because like I just saw a video of Hailey Bieber and at her did you see this at her event she's like I am so OCD about all my product things blah blah blah, blah. and like I was just like I feel like my team would be like don't like read read do that <laughs> you know like don't say that because the comments were like well OCD is actually like not that and it's can be really crippling and it's really hard and it feels like you're being haunted by your own thoughts and so it's just I feel like most of the times when we hear about it in mainstream media or like from a celebrity it's not often because it's hard to like for it to be taken totally seriously because mm-hmm. people just think it is what it is so I think it's awesome that she talks about it and I listened to a podcast where she was talking about it and it like really was just great. So anyway, I'm so excited to see Boy Genius and I know it's going to really hurt me, but um, in a good way, in a way that feels good. So yeah, that's next. And then also I, I thought I wrote Stassi because Stassi <laughs> is in my dream one rotation as well. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh my God, the fun we'd have. Well, Stassi and JonBenet. Stassi, Stassi would Benet, be obsessed. But I also feel like I don't know. I feel like it would kind of work with Julian in there, too. You don't think so? I think it could work. I think it would be fun. <laughs> I think, I think honestly, the four of us would have fun. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Me, <laughs> Julian Baker, Stassi Schroeder, and JonBenet Ramsey. <laughs> and the late JonBenet Ramsey. <laughs> Stassi would walk in and be like, oh, my God, you look amazing. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god you look familiar <laughs> and oh my god who are you <laughs> Julian. yeah literally and to me she'd be like hi sweetie because we're old friends 
great. Naturally. Okay, what about your nightmare? Your nightmare. First is um Bo Burnham. Okay. I'm like just so sick of seeing it. <laughs> I'm seeing him and Phoebe? Yeah, I'm so sick of it. Okay, I, I haven't like been seeing like a whole lot of it. I, no, a bunch. They're like doing their festival thing right now, uh. the Reset Festival, and he... He and her have just been like up. You know how at festivals, like there's the the section that's up yeah. above the stage. They've been just like there, and like Lucy Dacus is there with her girlfriend, and then it's Bo Burnham and Phoebe Bridgers together. And I'm mm. just like, this was so much better when it was Paul Maskell, yeah, who is just like my heart like aches for Paul Maskell. <laughs> and now we have this stringy guy who is like greasy hair and like. Frankly, I liked eighth grade, but I don't think he's that funny. Well, I'll say I thought he was hilarious when I was 17 years old. (laughs) Now, but you know who still thinks he's hilarious? My husband, who is a straight white man. Mm. That's who Bo Burnham makes comedy for. Yeah. High schoolers and straight white men. (laughs) I just like, and I don't love how, and I'm not one to judge. We don't know what happened, but I just feel like. It was very fast. And she was with Paul mm-hmm. for a long time. And there were they engaged? serious engagement rumors. Yeah. Were, and like, I think there was an interview where they talked about being engaged. Yeah. But then they never really actually confirmed it after that. I don't know. But it's just like, if he were more of a Maddie situation where it was like. Yeah. They were just like hanging out. It'd be different. But now they're like. They're, I mean, they're. They're like fully together. And yeah. it just, I don't, I'm not into it. Okay. So he's on my list. Okay. I would never hold that against him. He wouldn't me. be, like, fun to hang out with. I, I don't, don't think so. For us. Yeah. Um, number two is traffic. Um, oh, oh, tell me about it. I'm like, just go. <laughs> <laughs> you did text. You've texted me, I think, more than once in our relationship as sisters and said, <laughs> like, why does traffic happen? Just go. I did, Okay. Obviously, I'm not talking about traffic caused by a wreck. I'm not dense completely. But mm-hmm. I do mean, like, today I was driving back from the airport. And I kept, we, we were in bumper to bumper traffic it's on that congestion, highway. congestion, girl. But I'm like, why are we not just going? Because there are lights somewhere that are holding people up. It's stupid. There are people merging somewhere and it's congestion. We're all going somewhere at the same time. Mm-hmm. But, okay, that's allowed for you. It's just so irritating. Mm-hmm. Last is, quote, Greek salads. Whoa, 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 whoa. Here, wait. The quotes are very important. Okay. They I, they fucking better be. Because I'm talking about a Greek salad that's like you order from a pizza shop and you order yeah, what they're yeah. calling a Greek salad and then you get it and it's not a Greek salad. Did you or, experience this last night? No, that one was actually pretty good, but it got me thinking. I also hate when you order a Greek salad and two things happen. One, I don't know you don't like olives at I all. I hate them. But if you're going to have a Greek salad on your menu, black olives aren't going to cut it. You have to have Kalamata olives mm. to make a Greek salad. Also, not to shade the deli, don't serve your Greek salad with balsamic vinaigrette. That's not, you need a Greek yeah, dressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just like don't like being fooled. Yeah. And that's sometimes what that feels like. Yeah, no, I agree. I hate being fooled, <laughs> especially by a menu. Yeah, <laughs> of all things. You're just supposed to spell it out for me, babe. Literally, that's your job. Hey, menus, spell it out for me, babe. Wait, I saw a TikTok. <laughs> I saw a t- <laughs> That was like uh, kinds of customers I hate. 
and it was like these people working. And it was a picture of me saying, <laughs> hey, menus, spell it out for me, babe. <laughs> and um, wait, I just want to show it to you because I laughed. I watched it like seven times just for this God, part. I hope I think it's funny. I know. Because how not, mortifying if not, I'm just deleting you. this whole thing. Um, I'm Boyo, and I'm the greatest rapper ever. I'm Boyo, <laughs> I'm the greatest rapper ever, and I'll weather you, whether, whether you think I'm clever or not. Think you're better, you're not. Don't need a sweater. I'm hot on the real G shorty that could really find your G spot. Whoa, yeah. Provided that you point me in the general direction. That's Bo. From when I liked him. Yeah, that's it's permanently I mean. stuck like, in my head. Wait, really quick. Do you need to tell a quick anecdote while you're finding this? My friend texted me today, my friend Alex. Hey, girl. And she said, do you remember this person, blank, from third grade who came into school and told us that her brother was Daddy Yankee and that she was singing backup vocals on the Daddy Yankee track and then she brought her boombox to school and during recess was playing Gasolina. And we were all like singing Gasolina by Daddy Yankee thinking that like our friend was not only Daddy Yankee's sibling but on the track featured. <laughs> that was a lie. <laughs> Those were all lies. We are what? remembering now. What an insane thing to do, Joe. That was their name, Joe. It was? Yeah. Mm. I won't say their full name. Oh. Um, okay, cool. Nice. Um, thank you for clarifying the quotations because we both love Greek salads. Yeah. Feta. I love a calamata yeah. olive. Oh, it doesn't. But. Red onion. See, cucumber. We don't like the same parts of a Greek salad. I must have for me tomatoes but cherry tomatoes mm -hmm. really usually not unless diced. i'm unless not never diced i either want like big ass chunks of tomato or i want cherry tomatoes that mm -hmm. a cheese of course of course a of course, lot of it of, a Heaps. ton of it ton of it um red to red onions love the crunch love that mm. cucumbers naturally needs to have an insanely good greek dressing and then you want to add the olives i don't want onions though Oh my god, yeah. So we just switch those little bits. Yeah, the best dressing for a Greek salad, I think. Last night's was pretty good, but the Esperanza dressing from, from Mellow, Mellow Mushroom, Mushroom, so good. So good. Perfect. Yeah. I agree. <sighs> well, um we should talk about the Eras tour. We're going to do an Eras tour episode because there's just too much to cover. But we'll kind of go into like a little bit of detail. But someone did ask us a question I think is good. They said, um, what Taylor album would each of the liars be? Mm. This is a good question. I thought we could answer it. Um, do you want to each come up with our own, or do we want to like talk through this? <sighs> let's think first. Okay. I mean, I I think one. Let's just go liar by liar and see what we. All right. Our initial thought. Who do you want to start with? I think Emily is fearless. Okay. Let me think for a sec. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. I can't imagine what else it would be mm -hmm. honestly i think spencer is reputation okay i was also thinking spencer was reputation the obvious answer would be to say folklore i think but i also that's the thing is i was like but it also feels like she'd be folklore but no i agree with you i think reputation because she isn't her reputation she's always just doing shit mm -hmm. she shouldn't be doing and she's very much like in her rebellious and caroline and i talked about this because I saw a TikTok where someone was talking about how Lover is actually 
about being anxious in your relationship mm-hmm. because you want it to work so badly. Like when you listen to Cornelia Street yeah. and all those songs, it's like she wants it to be so perfect and she loves this person mm-hmm. so much. But then Reputation is like, even though it can't, she wrote it before she wrote Lover. It's about like. She's like lovesick and like so, like everything is, it's the, maybe it's the calm before the storm, yeah. I guess. Well, it's like comfortable in your relationship. Yes. And I feel like Spencer feels that way about Toby mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, I think so. Too. But I think that and paired with her rebelling mm-hmm. and not yes. like caring as much what other people think anymore. Hannah? I think she's 1989 or Lover. Yeah, I, th- I was going to say Lover. I think she could easily be 1989, yeah, though. I she's agree. a pop album, and that was her first official pop album, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. You know? Aria, Aria is red. <sighs> she just is. Because she could have written Stay, Stay, Stay. Okay, but... I know I, red's both of our favorites. Yeah. But... Okay, but I also feel like, wait, I kind of feel like Hannah could be Midnight's too, in a sad way. It's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's <laughs> me. <laughs> no, you did not say that. But like, you see what I mean? Yeah, but you did not have to go there. Oh I was kind of not even considering Midnight. I know, but and I wasn't either, but I just thought of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That hurts me. Um. Okay, but I also think Arya could be a little bit of speak now because she's such a pick-me a little bit. You know, like Enchanted. You could see her going home in her diary writing about someone she met for 15 minutes. That's so true. From Owl City. No, she is speak now. You know what I mean? She's speak now. I forgot about speak now She romanticizes every single aspect of her life. And she could have written better than Revenge. Yes, absolutely. But she wouldn't have seen anything wrong with it. Yeah. Whereas, even though... I don't really see anything wrong with I don't it. I'm like all for better than revenge. I'm like, just let that be known. Hey, like, don't be a cheater. No, don't, don't cause someone cheater. else to be a cheater. Don't let someone become a cheater. No. Hey, don't look at me. I know you have a girl at home. <laughs> and, and everybody, everybody knows, knows that. that. Everybody knows it. No, but uh-uh. that is Aria. <laughs> that's uh-uh. Aria shit. Yeah, that's we true. We were actually talking about that when we when we were playing it before, we were. before the era story. We were like, huh, <laughs> wait, <laughs> we know someone exactly like this. <laughs> Aria Montgomery. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I yeah, so that's for sure. Speak now. It would be a fine proposition if I were a stupid girl. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for a second. I thought you were actually talking to me. <laughs> You're like that would be, and then I realized. Um, Hannah's giving me trouble though. <laughs> I think she'd be all three of those albums. She she could be the she's most, most complex. Yeah, hmm. she's the most like Taylor. I want to read this article, but someone wrote an article about um, like the the psychology. Oh my god! Wait, I was just gonna read that. That was such a good. I want to read it too because that is something that girls and just fans in general that love Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. It's hard to articulate what her music does, Mm -hmm. like because people just think it's just music. Yeah, and it is. It's not. But there's just music. Like when I when we talk to our dad about it, he doesn't. He can't understand yeah. what we're saying. Yeah. And I think that it but is. But the thing is that he feels the same exact way about, about Bruce, Bruce Springsteen, Springsteen. And he thinks, well, Taylor's not not Bruce. It's like, no, she's not. But she is really honestly like our generation. He doesn't like that she's got spectacle. Hey, sorry. She is our Bruce Springsteen. She, he does not like that she has. There's production value at her yeah. shows. And I'm sorry. That's that makes what she does harder. Like, yeah, I'm tired of him being like, 
Ah, she couldn't do it. She is doing it. She's literally she's doing something for three harder. hours, dancing, doing. Co- she's only leaving the stage to do a costume change. Like it was amazing. It was honestly amazing. She's a fucking. I don't. I don't I mean. I don't even know. She's a powerhouse, and she was so great. But I think what it said that like because everybody wants to be seen, like everybody wants to feel seen, and like somebody gets us. And this in this video, they were like. This article is about the psychology of Taylor Swift and how whatever you've been through or whatever you're going through, however specific it might be to you, there is a Taylor Swift song that describes that exact feeling. And that is true. Like it's like when no one else in the world feels like they could understand or you don't want to talk about it or whatever, there likely is a Taylor Swift song in her 5 million songs that describes exactly what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. And like, you can be so different from who Taylor Swift is and still have those shared experiences. And that's what makes it, that's what makes her, it's like how Like I was thinking about this with Gracie Abrams of like, she writes from the same perspective a Mm -hmm. lot, which is like, she's younger. She's been through less, but like Phoebe Bridgers too. I think that I, when her album came out, this year I was like going through something and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I can't wait for this. This album's going to be a really cathartic mm-hmm. album to listen to. But every single song was like from yeah. the perspective of the person I was mad at. And uh, I was like, I don't yeah. really want to, I don't want to have to sympathize no. with no. this person. Yeah. But I know that there are a trillion Taylor Swift songs I could go find right. that are going to, but then like for, and she writes from that, that perspective and they're going to describe there are other songs that yeah. describe how the other person's mm-hmm. feeling. And, and then there are songs that describe someone who's watching this happen. Like who's like you're having to watch your friend go. Yes. And it's like we're it sounds like we're that sounds like that's impossible, but it, I, I can think of songs that describe every single thing. I know. Uh, I love her. I just love I know, I love her. And and also wait, I was gonna say one other thing about what you just said. Oh, I was like reading something and it was talking about how Phoebe Bridgers frequently sings about being tired and exhausted and it's like kind of she just like falls into the same because it works for her you know that's what she sings about and that's what Mm -hmm. works for her and I was thinking that like Taylor Swift does not do that every single one you guys might say you guys I know you guys don't say this people may say that she only sings about guys and heartbreak and whatever but it's like she's singing about such complexities within those feelings you're oversimplifying the feeling of heartbreak and she's also singing about heartbreaks with friends she's singing about heartbreaks with places family like having so many things i mean she she's written songs about her mom and her brother and Mm -hmm. kids that she's babysat she wrote ronan like she she's written about everything it pisses me off i also think that the the with dad and with bruce springsteen i think that taylor swift provides a space for girls to love what they love Mm -hmm. radically and openly in that space like everybody there was so excited and even walking around with like like dad like seeing the people walking around like mm-hmm. they had stuff to say about yeah. it and it's like no but like isn't it cool that all these girls have a space to go yeah. to where like it doesn't everybody's like excited about your outfit yes. it doesn't matter how weird other people think you look yeah but like with men especially when dad was our age and listening to bruce springsteen he was feeling those feelings but they had to express it in a different yeah. way and they had to seem like True. cool, cool about or whatever. It, yeah. But like, and also Bruce Springsteen was writing about mm-hmm. more masculine things, even though a lot of his stuff is pretty emotional. Yeah. But the way that he packages it is yeah. different and harder. And so I think that's another thing that dad's like, no. Yeah, I know. Totally. But it's also just like 
our kids are going to say that someone's like their Taylor Swift and we're going to be like, no, they're not. You know what I mean? Like no one could be. I'd like to see them try. Yeah. So who knows? Um, Guys, the Eras tour was amazing. It was everything I dreamt it was going to be. It was beautiful to watch. It was magical during all too well the 10 minute version when it started snowing. That for me, I was just like, oh my God. Like it, hearing that song live and singing it with all those people it was amazing like it I'm gonna cry our surprise songs were Mr. Perfectly Fine in the last time I'm kind of pissed off that Aaron Dessner was yeah was there yeah I'm pretty pissed about that too I retweeted a tweet that said it was the selfie of the fan with Aaron Dessner oh my God. and someone was like if, I swear to God, if you step foot on that stage. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, literally. But I think he was there night one, too. I'm like, okay. And what he the just fuck? didn't go on stage. She could have done the last time with her. It's literally. typically sung with two Gar- people. Yeah. Like, which, but I do want to say, like, that 12 year old Phoebe, that was getting my, the last time. That was, was my favorite powerful. song on Red for it's so, so long. Beautiful. I used to play it on the plane and, like, it's, act oh, so dramatic. Oh, moment. And. Window seat. I, she didn't even play it on the red tour Mm-mm. but like it felt like fate it was it, that being played while i was that there. song just oh it does hurt though like yeah. oh, it's so good it's so good that was beautiful and she looked like she was hurting yeah. like there were moments where i phoebe and i both were like is she crying but she's just doing that to us no because i i haven't we haven't seen her that way, I think, since she was performing all too well on yeah. Yeah. 1989. It was like, and red. It, you could like just see it and like feel it. And then she did Mr. Perfectly Fine, which was great. I was really kind of hoping for two songs, seven, and never grow up. I was thinking those songs were going to happen. Like, I was like, those songs are going to happen this weekend. So I was really like putting my eggs in those baskets. I would have loved you know what I mean? to have traded with Night 2 the story of us with Mr. Perfectly Fine. <gasps> Just because that I, was yeah. like that and oh Better God. Than Revenge were my favorite if Speak we would Now have heard, If we would have kept the last time and traded out Mr. Perfectly Fine for Seven or um, the story of us, I would have been like, even though oh I do love Mr. Perfectly Fine. No, it was great. I, just, I think friends, I wanted more like moody shit yeah all of my friends texted me and were like i can't jealous yeah, yeah. you won. everyone was like so jealous of us yeah it was great everybody go like my picture <laughs> i love looking at it <laughs> it's a great picture thank you we had so much fun we got our makeup done we made friendship bracelets the caroline whole day. made the day very very special Aww. and we all had a blast it, it was, was like really that sound on tiktok that's like oh i just love being a girl uh, that is exactly how it felt literally woke up I, I did a Target order at 3 in the morning, went and picked it up at, like, 9 a.m., came home, showered, makeup artist got there, girls came over with mom. We all, like, sat around and were making friendship bracelets and listening to Taylor Swift, and we got lunch, and we were drinking a little bit. Not a lot, though, and it just was, like, it was just fun. There, I will say, like, if you're going to an Eras tour, I think that we, like, when we went... We were in line for the bathroom at one point and we had already gotten a few drinks. Mm-hmm. And then we saw like the cooler come with like brand new drinks. We were like, yeah. oh, well, we should just get it. Yeah. Honestly, don't feel like you're under that much pressure because no. we probably didn't. We I don't didn't know if we would have gone to get more drinks no, if we, we wouldn't have. Hadn't I definitely, I mean, seen it. Yeah. So don't like, 
don't feel like you're even though like merch and stuff we still got Mm-hmm. everything be smart about going to get yeah. early merch or going the day before a concert or on the day that you're not going it's cetera, insane though no ma- there's no way around it like yeah. it is going to be insane so just know that in your heart <laughs> but pittsburgh no really showed it. out it was amazing in the rivers across the uh, rivers in the parks people, like in their boats tailgating i'm sorry the jealousy i felt i would have loved to go night two and mm-hmm. sat on the water oh my god it would have been so good and heard seven Ah. Uh, Anyway, it's okay. I am so grateful. I don't want to sound ungrateful. I loved our surprise songs. It was amazing. She could have played anything. We would have been happy. But that's another testament to her power is that like she's already playing 44 songs that everybody knows the words to. Yes. And then she plays two more songs that could be anything from her discography. And 98% of the crowd is going to know the words regardless. Yes. Like that. Even if you haven't heard that song in years. That's the thing. There are some Taylor Swift songs that when I was like listening and like getting ready for the concert and I wanted to make sure that like I knew all mm-hmm. the words to everything and there were some songs that I would always just skip because I was like well I know them I know them I know them but I haven't listened to them in so long and then we're at the concert and she would start playing it and the first few words I like wouldn't I'd be like fuck I should have like listened to it and then it would just like come back to me like it is there is a whole room in my brain that it's is just, just dedicated it's like to the movie like, theater we talked about it's it just there's like, one yeah. theater that's just Taylor Swift and it literally is like you can play a song from debut at any moment and I will know every single word even if I have not listened to it in a, in a million years. Like, it's crazy. I was grateful we didn't get a song from debut. I was kind of sad. I do think it's weird. That I loved it. Like she doesn't she, really give debut the respect it deserves. There's no debut on the no. whole set list. And I think that if it... I'm, I would never judge this tour. This tour was perfect. It was perfect. But I, I do just think... She could have cut from a little bit from like reputation mm-hmm. or especially well, because she I don't know. Reputation came at the perfect time. It was like bumping like the whole that's true. place. It was so I just mean fun in terms when of reputation like, started. She just t- like she hasn't toured yeah. that music in a really, really long time. And she just toured reputation. Yeah. But I feel like honestly, her acoustic part of the night should be four songs and she should just do two from debut and then two surprise songs. Because she doesn't do anything from debut. No. Not even, like, I just think it's weird she doesn't even kind of do our song. And you you don't have to do a whole thing, but she, like, if she just did two songs, she did Tim McGraw and our song, Mm -hmm. oh my God, how thrilled would you be? And then the surprise. I'm honestly, it was just the 17th anniversary of Tim McGraw. I'm I'm shocked. But I guess she already played it. I mean, for our surprise song, I'm surprised it didn't line up with the anniversary when it came out. Because that was her first single. I want you all to call a radio station and say, I want to hear a song called Tim McGraw by a girl named Taylor Swift. It's like, hey, girl, I know where you're from. <laughs> I know where you're from. <laughs> it's not. You're from Redding, Pennsylvania. Um, I also love the video where she's like, this song's about revenge or something like that. Like, wait, when she's still wearing like the little like Hannah Montana microphone. Yes. And a girl in the crowd goes, yeah and she goes thank you <laughs> it's like it's like this shift this evil shift thank in her you. eyes she's like it's like maniacal. she's like getting so much shit for the revenge stuff yeah. and then thank you yeah I she's love like her. 14 she's so funny i love her she is funny and sweet did you see the pictures of her and Gigi hadid no in the in new york they're no. walking around together maddie nowhere to be seen thank god goodbye and good riddance yeah, let me go back to our corner of the world where no one else yeah. has to look at you or think about you. Maybe unfortunately, that's been blown open and you'll never get it back. It makes me sick. Uh, all right. Well, the rest of the air story I think we need to save because I feel like we've talked for yeah. We just talked for an hour and seven minutes. Oh, my God. This is going to be a long episode. Okay. 
Thanks for listening. Phoebe's got the recap this week. All right. So our recap from the last few episodes. Cece takes Spencer and Aria to a party at the Con Lake house to get Spencer's UPenn application to an admissions counselor because Spencer forgot to apply to college. They find out that this could have been the party or the party that Holden and Maya met at and got that stamp at could have been held at the con cabin, which is definitely a development. At the party, Spencer and Aria are roped into a game of truth with Noel and Jenna, who seem to be back together. Spencer finds out that Noel was with Jenna the night she found Emily, so this means that Jenna lied about some of the stuff that happened that night, and things are tense between them for sure. Um, Ren asks Hannah to advocate to get Mona to stay at Radley because right now the board wants to move her to Saratoga, thinking that that will help her get better. Um, Hannah is successful, but she does choose to celebrate by kissing Ren on the mouth. Ella is dating again and is super interested in a guy named Zach, who is the owner of the brew and is much younger than her. Um, Emily is still hanging around Nate, who used to be interested in Jenna. Um, but Emily, with the help of Cece, is able to put an end to that. And now Jenna obviously is back with Noel. Emily confides in Paige on a run about the flask from the night Allie's grave was dug up because she can't remember anything. And now we know that she was drugged. And she feels bad because Paige drank from that same flask that she knew had her forgetting everything. At the same time, Paige feels bad because Emily was actually with her at some point that night and they hooked up. We can assume. We think that's what happened. Paige felt bad already because Emily was drunk and now she feels even worse because she knows Emily was drugged. Spencer has Caleb help her break into Maya's website and they get a little too close for comfort. It's okay, though, because later Caleb confronts Hannah by sending a fake text from A to lure her to meet him. This ends in them making out and some alley, which is a sleigh. Wes, Ezra's younger brother, told Arya that Ezra got a girl pregnant in high school. Ezra tells Arya that his mom paid Maggie off. Maggie's the girl. Paid Maggie off to stay out of their lives. So that's what you missed. Let's get on with episode 10. Hey, really quick. You haven't said anything about my pimple patch. I noticed it in the beginning, but I can't even really see it right now. So you did notice it right away? Well, not right away. Hmm. I was like, does she have like a divot in her head? I had this on today for my surprise lesson as well. Well, I mean, really like in this lighting, I can't even see it. Cool. It kind of just looks like maybe like part of your, your skull. Whoa. Speaking of which, isn't it kind of crazy? All of our skulls look the same. I don't think they all look and exactly look, the they same. They look pretty spooky and haunted. Okay. I mean, I guess. I hate it. I also hate the idea that, like, our nose is, like... And all like, cartilage, and so there's and not so there. Yeah. Oh, I don't like it. I know. It's weird. Okay. We begin. The girls have found a note from Maya. Um, you're forgetting something important. Okay, then tell me. Hannah's a terrible daughter tonight. Okay, I forgot that scene, so maybe you could cover it. For They're once. sitting on the You're porch. Like, Hannah, well, Hannah's sitting on the porch. Mrs. Marin is standing and is looking at a plant. And Hannah goes, it's basically the size of a redwood tree. <laughs> it's just a potted plant. What were we going for? We know nothing about the plant order. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess. And she's like, well, she, let's just move it, and then we'll get a new one. And Mrs. Marin starts to push it, and she, Hannah's just watching her do it. And she goes, hey, a little help here. And Hannah says, I think it's good there. Whoa. 
And then Mrs. Marin so giving is like, well, can you just move the smaller plants out of the way and I'll push this big plant yeah. there later. So she moves one of the plants and finds a note yes, from Maya. Yes, yes. Okay. And she invites all the girls over and she starts reading it. And it's all this stuff. Emily, I have to tell you something. Emily, I have to tell you something. Emily, this I have is, to show you something. This is from Emily when Emily lived at the Marins. And then Hannah says, reads the letter and says, meet me at. And then pauses as if she's trying to figure out what it might have said. Because mm-hmm. the letter is like ripped. Like, and burned. Yeah. And like, like it's kind of fucked up. And Arya goes, meet her? Meet her where? Arya, hang on. Hold your fucking horses. Do you think she's not trying to figure that out? She's read everything without missing a beat. And all of a sudden, she, like, Arya's like me last episode talking about people who can't read. She probably, <laughs> like, assumed that Hannah couldn't read well. Which is just give it to so me. fucked up. Just she's give like, it to she's me. She's like, oh, my it. God. No, if you read it, it's going to take forever. Just give it to me. I'll read it. But you know Hannah was probably a slow reader in high school. Okay. You know what I mean? When she, like, got called on, she's probably, like, a, a very, so like. so fucked up of you to a say. A very, like, um, choppy reader. You know those readers that were, like, <sighs> every, it was like they were learning to read every word That's that they said. That's so mean. I don't know if Tell Hannah would have been that. She would have been. Oh my god. Uh, okay. Well, well, whatever. <laughs> they found this note from Maya, and they're trying Caroline to figure out. Caroline would have been annoyed if Hannah had been called on in class. Maybe, maybe. But so would Spencer. Spencer would also be annoyed if Hannah got called on in class. And Aria. Yeah. Emily's the only one that's like. Emily's oh. like, you're doing great, Hannah. Yeah, you sound good, so good. You that was a big this. word. You got this. Definitely is big. It's yeah. a big one. <laughs> Um, so anyway, they find this note from Maya and they're trying to figure out like when this could have been sent. And Aria realizes that there is a date, but they can't quite pick it out. And Emily takes a closer look and we realize this letter was written on the day that Maya died. Which is, ugh. Have you ever had a bagel with a jalapeno in it? With jalapenos in it? We then go to Ezra Fitz's apartment and Aria has like seven bagels in front of her that she's cutting. And Ezra comes over in his boxers, barefoot, picks one up and says, oh, you got a lot. What are these cranberries? And she says, jalapenos. I she's also say, in such a bad mood. She's in such a she's bad mood. She's being so bitchy. Rightfully so. I want to say, who the fuck is choosing a bagel with cranberries or jalapenos in it? Also, you guys don't have to try to be different all the time. I don't believe you actually like that. If I'm bringing bagels over to my significant other's apartment... Like, for, like, it's, like, a Saturday morning, I'm, like, bringing us breakfast. I'm bringing, like, different kinds. No, but I'm also, like, probably just, like, bringing my bagel order and their bagel order. Maybe. I'm not coming with a dozen bagels for two people. Unless I'm, like, if I'm, like, running to the store Especially and that's the only if, option. If but, yeah, if I'm going student. to, like, Brugger's, I'm, like, what do you want? And I'm, or like, I'm, I want a blueberry bagel toasted with butter. If I'm a high school student, I'm certainly not picking yeah, up a dozen bagels. That's true. That's true. Good point. Thank you. Maybe Ella got them. Um, they were day-old pastries from her new bow. <laughs> oh, maybe. Who knows? I'm putting the pieces together. And Arya's just like trying to figure out stuff about Maggie. It's really kind of a boring scene. And then Ezra gets annoyed that she's asking. And then Arya puts a full bagel into the toaster. I think she does it in an act of aggression. Yeah. I don't think she really thinks it's going to toast it. I think she's like, ugh. I hope so. I think she's like that. And she like puts it right in there. In a slam way. In a slam way. You know what I'm saying? Um, but Ezra's like, I looked for, like, Arya doesn't believe that Ezra ever tried to find her. And that's what's making her so stressed. Because, it, I mean, okay, I will say it. I know that Ezra's just been alive longer than Arya, so he has a more illustrious history of dating. But also, he is too kind of, like, 
these are kind of red flags to Jackie and now Maggie, both like these really dramatic, crazy failed relationships that were very serious. One, he got pregnant in high school and then his mother paid off and he never spoke to her again. The other, they got engaged abroad and then like, those are two serious relationships. Have you ever noticed that? <laughs> are you being about to say so mean to no, me? No, 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 no. When you talk, your foot mirrors what you're saying. No, it doesn't. Yes, it just did. You're noticing that right in this moment, but you're saying, have you ever noticed as if this happens every time I talk? I know, but that, it was crazy. Okay, well, I just can't sit still sometimes. So hopped up on adrenaline <laughs> sitting here with you. <laughs> I know. You have I, got me like running in circles in my <laughs> mind. Like, I got to keep the fuck up with Phoebe. Yeah. Because she's constantly at Famously. level 15. Famously, I am. Okay, so um, anyway, I'm just saying that Ezra has some red flags. If I'm Arya... Yeah. I'm like, I'm outie, dude. Like, this is a little much. Yeah, for sure. For your dating history. So anyway, then we've got Hannah at the, the brew. And she's just on Maya's site. And I just feel like that's not a site we go on in a public place if you're like, people think you're capable of murder. Yeah, like, actually, Hannah, you're specifically being looked yes. at for murder yes. right now. And you know that. And you know, come on. And you're worried about it. It's something that like maybe even keeps you up at night. Mm-hmm. You would say, I hope. I, I, I would hope that you're taking it that seriously. But she is like on a mission because now Caleb knows about A. He knows how dangerous A is. And he knows like that's why they can't be together. So Hannah's got kind of a new fire under her ass to figure out what happened. And so she's on Maya's site at the coffee shop and Ren walks in. Would you like to say a few words? Mm, despicable no would you like to like talk about what happened yeah um (laughs) ren walks up and he is basically like um been thinking about you i've been thinking about that kiss i actually haven't been able to stop thinking about it Mm -hmm. and hannah's like um buddy back (laughs) it up hey that was like i don't know what that was (laughs) yeah that was not me and I like thought you would be on the same page. Like that was that. What, well, I'm, she doesn't I'm, say I'm, any of that. What she means it. <laughs> she doesn't say one single thing. Phoebe just said. She starts the convo by saying, "Yeah, about because he's like you haven't come in to see Mona, and like I would like to hang out with you, basically." And she's like, "Okay, well, like about that kiss." He's like, "No, I know. I have not stopped Ew. thinking about it either, girl." <laughs> and she's like, mm. "She's like, listen, it's just too soon." with me and Kayla breaking up and I just, and he like is pushing this. He's like, well, you know, if you change your mind. Because at first Hannah says, I'm just like really good friends with Spencer. And he says, well, Spencer's with Toby. Which, hey, by the way, have you ever heard of Girl Code? That doesn't change anything. Also, Hannah, you have a really easy way out here of saying like, hey, I'm 16. That's the other thing. (laughs) And I literally wrote down, Ren, she's a minor. Shut the fuck up. Everything you're saying, shut your mouth. She's not like a normal, like you met this girl at a bar and like she kissed you there and you haven't been able to stop thinking about it. And not only is she a minor, but she is in a sad, difficult spot. You are in a position of power in this situation she's in you're one of the only people she feels like she can confide in about something like you're now abusing this position of trust mm-hmm. she has put you in and i know she kissed you but also you know how old she is so it should have been a non-starter when she kissed you you should have been like no i'm good to forget about it too like absolutely never in fact i hope we can forget about it i hope we because can pretend it never happened I because i'm going to jail. jail exactly 
So he takes Where it kind of hard. Where is the money that she made herself? Yes, exactly. Not her grandfather's <laughs> money or her father's <laughs> money. <laughs> That's how I feel about Ren. Mm-hmm. Where are the girls your age that you could find for yourself? <laughs> not girls underage or girls that are dating your girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> or wait, the sisters not of girls the girl that are that underage or the, the gr- siblings or friends of the siblings of your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> who are also, yeah. Okay, good. So Where's anyway. the money she went to make herself? Yes. <laughs> um, so anyway, a little concerning. Spencer enters the scene. Chic as can fucking be. I'm so here for Spencer's outfit. This, this She today. slayed. She's wearing a peplum top, but the peplum's like way at the bottom. Like you it's just not like know all these words that like you don't know the word peplum. Well, I do now. Never heard of a peplum top. I've never called that top that. That's a- what it's called. Great. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm so worried about you. Um. So a peplum top is when it like goes out. Okay. I love peplum tops. They're very forgiving. I hate a peplum top. I mean, I used to love them. I know they're not in now. I used to wear them all the time because they're very forgiving. This is the first time a belt has been used in this show that hasn't felt like a crime it, it against humanity. It has been used for good instead of evil. Yeah. Yeah. She looks great. Then she's Pleasure wearing black skinny jeans and black boots and her hair is straight. Yeah. She looks fabulous. I think she looks like Chloe in this. Oh, that's a nice. You know what? Mom has said before. She this, reminds she me she of Chloe. Like Chloe. She in person. I Okay. The good parts of Spencer's personality yeah, yeah. remind me of Chloe. And the bad parts remind you of me. No! <laughs> you stop putting words in my mouth. Guys, like, no, how, I know. I'm just saying it's funny. How can I make this an insult? No, it's just funny. <laughs> I'm just making a fucking joke. But I mean, you and Chloe are very similar. That's hilarious. But no one's ever said that completely before. completely different. No one in their life has ever said Chloe and I are similar. You are in certain ways. We but have the same sense of humor. But you're also but no one knows polar them. opposites. Yeah. Like, need I remind you, last episode you talked about how you guys showed up to a restaurant and matching sweaters, not meaning to. Oh, yeah. that That's true. We do have things that are similar about us. Hmm, that's what I just said. And we have things that are different. <laughs> <laughs> like people normally do. Very different. Um but Spencer walks over to Emily and they're just like chit-chatting. I honestly don't even know about what it's not important, but Paige does walk up. And however great Spencer's <laughs> outfit is, Paige's is equally yeah. as bad. I do think Spencer says, how many times are you going to read that note, Em? <laughs> okay, Spencer, give her a break. I could have just put words in her mouth, but I do think she says that. Because Emily is just sitting at the table yeah. reading but the note But Phoebe did make a good point. She said, again. hey, Emily, maybe it's too soon for you to be in a new relationship because you're clearly still obsessed with your ex-girlfriend. And like, I think that there are things that you can keep from your partner if you feel that you need to. Wow. But, like, if you are doing something that your partner walks up to a table and you feel like you immediately have to hide, maybe, maybe take you a look at the situation. Shouldn't be doing that thing or you shouldn't be with that person. Yeah. If you feel like that person would freak the fuck out if they knew what you were doing and you know that the thing you're doing isn't going to harm your relationship... Or yourself, then like maybe, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you, I'm sorry, if you can't talk to Paige about grieving your dead ex-girlfriend, then maybe Paige isn't the one. I believe there are things that you could not want your partner to see that aren't, that could be hurtful to you or them that they should get right. to know. You know, this, this is isn't one of, one things, of them. No. And so that's what happens is Paige walks up to the table and 
Emily hides the note and they like figure out what they're going to do later. And Paige is going to talk to the coach. She thinks she's going to get to like end the relay race or something. Yeah. We find out she's a fucking idiot. And that's not why she's going to the office. Watch your mouth. There may be people listening who get grades like that. Oh. Doesn't mean you're a fucking idiot. So now we can't say what grades she got. (laughs) But you can go watch the show. Uh, I just mean like this isn't what I was expecting. I want to I want to stay on the fashion line and talk about Aria, who is wearing a bib with different <laughs> buttons sewn onto it. This is so ugly. It is the ugliest thing. And then she's a I, I was gonna say mustard yellow, but I want to say a hot mustard Dorito yellow. Yeah, big ass tote bag with this fucking bib that looks like it was like made for Dobby I or hate some kind that. of house elf. I, yes, I to free them. as is common with her. I hate that shape of bag where it's just like a circle yeah and it's the size of your whole torso and then it's got like random fucking buckles all over it like why what are the buckles for it's not fashion it's not for fashion (laughs) noise making maybe (laughs) being a fucking nuisance yeah perhaps yeah for sure perhaps aria is on her way to her mother's classroom and what to her wondering eyes does appear but her mom making out making with like a 28 year old guy in the classroom with the door open and we know that it's making out because they have their kiss then it pans to aria who sees him and is like what the fuck and there's goes still back to them kissing. they then have a second kiss in the in the sequence of kisses and it goes back to aria and aria makes like a face at the second kiss so so no they're fully making out maybe with tongue <laughs> And he's also snuck Prosecco into the school. Hey, buddy, she's a teacher. She's a fucking teacher. And the, again, the, the fucking door is open. And she, why is the door open? I don't know. She talks really weird too because he like offers the Prosecco, and she says, "Ah, uh, I would, but I have to teach to Shakespeare, teach Shakespeare today, today. and she, I don't want to slur my speech when I'm talking in." Iambic pentameter. She just is saying like all her T's like really intense. It's like she's she's pausing between every word, but she's also slurring her speech yes. somehow. And she's also somehow not embarrassed that Arya has caught her doing this. And she doesn't see so why she should Arya, be embarrassed. So it's Arya's fault that she walked in yeah. and was feeling weird about You know if we're defending Arya, it has got to be bad. Hey, teachers, you aren't, al- I'm sure you're not allowed to have dates in hey, your Hey, dude, where's your fucking visitor's pass? How'd you get in here? Well, I, I'm just, if you were going to have an early, early morning date, just go to the brew. He's a barista. Just go there. Have him like open the, the shop early. Go. He might not even have to. Yeah. It's a coffee shop. It opens at 4 a.m. probably. <laughs> like just go there if you must have this before school thing. Right. It is so wildly inappropriate and just, I don't understand the rules of Rosewood High ever or especially today. Mm-hmm. But Aria is kind of like, so mom, like, hmm. <laughs> What's going on? He calls her babe. He calls Ella babe and leaves. But then later we find out that Ella also has a date with a guy named Jim and a guy named whatever. And she's going like all these dates. And Aria basically tells her she's being a slut. And we know Aria thinks she's a slut because she said it last episode. Mm-hmm. That was so funny. That was. She's a slut. Let's just go to sleep. <laughs> it's fire. It's like literally Ella's. That's Ella's tagline. For Real Housewives of Rosewood, the season is, I'm a slut. Just go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just go to sleep. I'm out being a slut. <laughs> or something like that. But Arya kind of gives her a talking I to. I do kind of love the word slut. Yeah, and that's okay. Take back, <laughs> Take back the word. Take back the word. 
Um, oh, and when he leaves the classroom, though, he says a harrowing line. He says, there are cannolis that need to be stuffed. Bye, and babe. Aria makes a face, insinuating that she understood the innuendo. What could be worse than that innuendo in the classroom in front of your mother? In front of the woman that you're dating's daughter. I, I mean, out of control. So... Hannah, um, we're back at Hannah's house. She's blown up the photos from Maya's website. They're trying to put some pieces together here. And it's kind of cute because Emily's like, you know, Maya was my girlfriend, not yours. And you're like really into this. And I don't know why. And Hannah explains like, this isn't about you. Like, I want to help you. But this is now about me too. And I want to be with Caleb and whatever. And then Emily's like, okay, give me the pictures. And like, that's what makes Emily want to dive back into it. I it's love like helping Hannah. I know it's so sweet. And Hannah's so cute. She's on the bed. She, she goes, there are things that you can see on these pictures that you can't see on the screen. <laughs> and then Emily goes, yeah, like Maya looks so sexy in pajamas. Hey, I can't see her pajamas literally at all. It's a selfie. <laughs> it's of just, just her, face. her face. It's actually photo after photo after photo that all look the exact same of just her face. But we do realize she's at the con cabin, which I thought we already put together. Thought yeah. We already realized that. But so I guess we're figuring out that she could have been at the con cabin the day that she was killed. Yes, that's a new piece of information, despite what you may think. Um, <laughs> yeah. <coughs> holy shit (laughs) so spencer approaches noel in the hallway noel is so horrible to watch he is so great he gives me such ick the things he says i'm like did you practice this in the mirror before you said it like why are you saying this (laughs) because spencer goes up and she's like how did you know maya and she's he's super creepy or she's super creepy to him and he's like, did you have fun the other night? And she's like, yeah, all well, my dreams came true. How'd you know Maya? <laughs> Spencer is so <laughs> I love funny. Her. But she does not know she's funny. She's dead fucking serious. <laughs> and he's like, um, okay. Uh, I used to sell her weed sometimes. No, she's reverse. Like, mm. Oh, she used to sell him weed sometimes. Because he goes, we had a texting relationship. And then pauses. And then says, she hooked me up with weed one time. <laughs> like, okay. You know, make it sound like you guys were like talking. Yeah. And then Spencer says something. I don't remember what it is, but Noel responds, it's kind of hot knowing you think I'm capable of murder. And the look Spencer gives him is so good. She literally is just like, uh, <laughs> just like, it's just <laughs> say anything. That's how I describe the look. Just, uh, <laughs> if you can picture that look. Yeah. And then she leaves and it's very funny. And then he does this walk, this like literally as if he is on the runway walking down the uh, did yeah. you see this it's His like he like, like smizing into a, vi- a villain and yes. before our eyes yes spencer has another funny line in that scene doesn't she before she walks away no she doesn't say anything oh okay to him but i i don't know maybe um so then we have nate and emily nate nate's not fucking doing it for me any honest like even he was like not being weird, he still wasn't doing it. No, he is in the brew, and Emily's like still entertaining being his friend, which I don't get. No, and he like he offers nothing to her no, other than nothing. as a way to be. Oh my god, I forgot something happens. What? Oh my god, I hope it's not this episode. I can't watch it. Oh my god, oh, you're I'm gonna scared. die. I hope it is this die. episode. You're gonna die. Oh, <laughs> it's bad for everyone involved. Oh my god. Anyway, now I have I to have it. it. Um, Nate sees Jenna there with Noel and he like gets really worked up and he goes, I guess that's the guy that she left me for. Hey, y'all she were was already with him. Also, you, like you guys weren't together. I know you weren't together. She was literally already 
dating Noel. You guys much. had like one conversation, and then she invited your and you her, got her a birthday present. Like that was that was that's it. weird. That's weird, dude. You're the weird one. He seems to get very like obsessive. Um, because he it walks- seems like he's a little bit obsessed with Emily. It seems yeah. like he's now like become a little bit obsessed with Jenna, to the point that he walks over to her and Noel. And basically is like, why'd you ditch me? I have your birthday present. I still need to give it to you. And Jenna is noticeably uncomfortable. Like she's like, okay, like, I'm sorry. I can't accept your gift. No. And he's like, no, really? I'm going to drop it off. Where should I meet you? Tomorrow here at three? Or should I just go to your house? And he starts getting like really worked up. And she stands up and she's like, you need to back up and like leave me alone. Like she's clearly uncomfortable. And I do wish Emily kind of stepped in here because I don't think Emily saw it. Because she gives them a look. After no, she doesn't after- see until he leaves. Oh. She, he leaves and walks by her and says nothing to Emily. He, like, storms out. And that's how she, like, looks at him because he's walking by and says nothing to her. So she's like, what the fuck how just happened? How she have not seen it? She was with the customer. Ah. There was a customer there while it was happening. I guess. That is. That is I know, but happened. still, they were being loud. Well, but they were just sitting in the corner. Like, I don't know. Emily might also be seeing what she wants to see, but it's just a moment that's like, okay, maybe Nate's not this great guy. Um, He's kind of stressing me out. So we find out um, Paige can't swim in that relay. Because of her grades. Sorry I called her an idiot, but like... We just hate her. She could get an A- and we'd call her an idiot. Yeah. She got a C. And that brought her average to below a B. Okay, the judgment in your (laughs) voice, just so you know palpable sorry <laughs> um and then it, and then Paige is like or emily's like well to cheer you up like why don't you come over tonight let's watch a movie and Paige goes okay as long as you don't make me watch rudy again <laughs> why are you watching rudy <laughs> Wait, over and emily? emily's like i just love it when he gets to play and i was like emily are you my father who is <laughs> lo- rudy makes him cry every, every time i've only ever seen rudy with my literal dad then Paige is like I'll get the Chinese. And Phoebe had a really good point. You don't know what Emily likes. Like, you guys have only been dating for a month and you're in high school. This just doesn't feel like something you say at this point in a relationship, also at I this point say in Chinese your life. food is expensive because if you're ordering Chinese food, I don't know about you guys, maybe these fictional characters don't do this, but, like, we order more than, like, what, what? we're just going to eat. Right. We order a bunch of stuff and then we, like, you know, you pick I feel like a more appropriate leftovers would be to, like... Pizza. Would you want me to like pick up a pizza or something? Exactly. Or I could grab a pizza on the way over. That's about 20 bucks. Like, but that's also like, ah, it just makes sense. But anyway. And then. Did Emma, you watch any of this, by yes, the way? Paige like looks sad about something. I don't know what. And then Emily kisses her and says, how do you feel now? Ew. And Paige says, getting there. Disgusting. And then Emily kisses her again. And then Emily stands up. She's like, I have to go. I have to I have go. To go. <laughs> and she's in white pants with a black razor stripe on them. Ve- like, I Michael just Jackson not pants. It, but she's wearing like an army vest. Or Selena Gomez in the scene pants. Yes. Very Alex like Alex Russo. Russo. Yes, <laughs> very Alex Russo. Um, then we go to Spencer, who's going to do something beyond my wildest dreams. <laughs> Something that would have put sent me into cardiac arrest. She's like, Mm-mm, I'm not buying it, Noel. I know you know Maya a different way. And the only way for me to figure out how is to go through your phone. How am I going to get your phone? Oh, you have football practice after school. Let me go to the men's locker room. Break into your locker. She tries to get into his locker and it's 
obviously locked. <laughs> so she pulls out like a hairpin and picks the lock. Caroline and I both thought she was going to pull out a stethoscope. Though. We did think there was going to be something much worse. So honestly, <laughs> I'm grateful for the hairpin. Um, grateful for the lock. Also, picking. like entering into this scene, um, Spencer is just reading on her iPad, watching practice. Yeah, which is also weird. Everything this girl does is weird. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I love her. And then, though. so she takes the phone into the like closet with all the equipment in it and is looking through and doesn't find anything because she like searches Maya. Nothing like, comes up. Okay, I know that he's a dick, but like you could, like, yeah. I don't, I don't think he's capable of, at this point in the show, I don't think he's capable of murder. No, I think uh, he's just like an asshole. Yeah, which is typical. Mm hmm. And then Spencer goes to like boys start coming in. Spencer's taking her sweet time. Boys start to come in and shower, and then she like quickly puts it the phone back in Noel's locker. And then Noel walks in and is like, "Caesar, can I help you?" And instead of like ma- thinking quick, making up an excuse, Spencer stares at him with fear in her <laughs> eyes. And then launches herself <laughs> past him and out the door in a way that can only be described as, I thought she was reaching to pull his pants down. <laughs> because she was reaching for something it as if she was going to like pull something down. But instead she just literally like run, runs. But run doesn't seem like the right word. I want to say something about Hannah's outfit. Hannah and everyone. Um, <laughs> if your shirt has a zipper down the whole thing and also ruffles down the whole thing. You don't need the belt. You well, actually, you don't. I'll take you a step before that. You don't need it. You don't need it at all. You don't need it if it has ruffles. You don't need it if it has a zipper. If it has both, it's an act of war to add a belt. Just over top the shirt. I can't. I mean, she doesn't need the shirt at all. Oh, you think she should be topless? No. I'm oh. saying. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's it. Oh, I really have to go? <laughs> he said the laughing emoji. What the fuck? Him, him with his glasses on. I know. On the deck. And then he's like, GG. GG. Look in the look in the Connell wait. group chat. Wait, Lil, where's mom? <laughs> where's mom? <laughs> Georgia. We did confront G-G. him. GG. We did confront him about this at the party we were at on Saturday. <laughs> we did. And he acted like we were weird for the unit was weird. Yeah. She's the most important thing in my life. Of course, I want constant tabs on her. I mean, it is fair that she's the most important. Anthony was like, no, he really doubled down on that. (laughs) It is always funny, though, when he's like, I love her more than anything or anyone (laughs) else in the world. And we're like, got it. We would like like be getting ready to go on family vacation and we'd pull into the gas station before we'd like actually get on the road. And mom would like go get a water bottle. And dad before. turns around to like let us know. And she'd walk in, walk out of the gas station. Dad would turn around and say, "She is the most beautiful woman in the in the entire. She is the most important thing to me. She, I love her more than I love anything else in the entire world. And if you do anything to make this trip not great for her, it's gonna be a bad day for you, or something like that. She is the best mom you could ever <laughs> All imagine. She does. She thinks about you twenty all the time. <laughs> You got you girls the best mom. She <laughs> makes yeah. things so special. She's always thinking of you. Um, so so just to keep you guys updated, Caroline said, "So excited for Boy Genius! Do we have plans?" And Dad said, "Meet you guys there." I asked if he wanted to get dinner first, and Dad said, "Oh, really? I have to go." Laughing emoji. Sure. Period. We can grab something. 
Then he sent us a picture of him watching <laughs> the movie Full Metal Jacket and said, watching the real boy genius right now. And then I don't think Lily just made this her. I think this has been her profile oh picture God. for dad. You know the sergeant in Full Metal Jacket? Um, that's Lily's profile picture and her phone as our dad. And dad, and dad said, said nice. nice. <laughs> I can't. Oh my God. So yeah, Hannah's outfit is an act of war. She's also in light pink pants, which like I just think it's a lot of colors going on. I know that was the 2014 vibe, but it was too much. It was way too much. I had a pair of neon yellow pants that I got from the Gap that I wore with a royal blue and white striped t-shirt. Oh my god, I know you did. And I thought that And then you sometimes if we were lucky, you'd layer a scarf on top. An infinity scarf. Yes. Or or not an infinity scarf once I learned how to tie those. Oh Lord, that's so true. That's such a good point. Yeah. Shoes were Toms. Tom. Red Toms. Tom <laughs> Yes, with that <laughs> outfit. Mom was like, it's <laughs> primary colors. Works great. <laughs> I remember one time I went to school, high school, in an outfit that mom told me looked cute, and it was green chinos and like <laughs> a navy and white striped boat neck top, three quarter length sleeves from Loft. <laughs> Together, so cute with Sperry's. Oh my god, adorable! Looks like I'm going boating. I got my shit rocked at school. It's just like I got made fun of. They were like, "Where the fuck are you going? Are you going sailing today? Why are you dressed like that? You look insane." I was like, "My mom thought I looked cute." They're like, mm, "She, uh, uh-uh, uh, this is not it." You look like your mom. I like the amount of t- like mom gave me a pair of her chinos that were like from Old Navy and had they were like khakis and had salmon colored lobsters all over them. Or I had a pair of blue ones that had like mint colored anchors all over Guys, them. Guys, Phoebe won best dressed in eighth grade dressing in these clothes. Yeah, I did. Insane that you won best dressed. Don't you agree? Yeah, I guess. I mean, like in theory, the outfits weren't necessarily bad. They just like weren't age appropriate. No. Oh, I once showed up to school in the same outfit as my math teacher. <laughs> and when that happens, that's a defining moment for a young girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially when you haven't seen it yet and one of your friends runs up to you and said, have you seen Mrs. Chewy today? Oh, my God. And I was like, no, why? Oh, my God. And she was like, you should go just like peek into you the should, classroom. You should find Mrs. Chewy. And you should bring your phone. And you should then maybe ask for a slip to go to the nurse to go home and change. <laughs> or say you got your period or and like get, get like sweatpants from them or something. Yeah, yeah. Any, some, and something, anything. Anything else would be better than what's happening. Yes. Um, anyway, Spencer, or sorry, um, Hannah and Emily are at the con cabin and they are like breaking skulking in, skulking about, yeah, breaking, skulking about, breaking in, same difference. There is a camera watching them, which they are unfamiliar with because up until this point, they haven't had to worry about like safe security cameras because <laughs> they don't exist. We have Ezra and Aria at the brew. I still feel weird about them being in public together. Especially after Arya was acting so weird last episode about saying literally anything about him. Yes. But also, it's giving, like, father-daughter. It's giving, like, us going uptown with dad oh my and God. dad's yes, working. it is the way they're w- sitting, everything about it. Especially when it's, like, the summer and you don't really have any work to be doing. So you're, yeah. like, pretending to be, like, yes. writing something or doing Just something. Doing research on something. Yeah. And dad's fully working. Yeah. But anyway, so they're there. That's the energy. Except in this situation, they're dating. Yes. And... Zach is there and he won't stop looking at Aria, <laughs> which is weird. Yes. And then Ezra's like, uh, Ezra figures out who he is and he's like, you should go say hi. 
also very dad-like. Yeah, and also, like, no, she doesn't need to go say hi. She met him for 30 like, seconds this morning. the smile that morning. she did was enough. Yeah, and also, like, I bet you if Ella had the choice, Aria and Zach would not have met this morning. They would have not have met this soon. They would not have met that way. So I think it's okay for everybody to pretend it didn't happen and then, yeah. like, let them meet the way that they were intended to meet at some other time, you know? But no, Arya goes up to him and she like compliments his shirt. He's wearing a The Clash shirt. And she's like, I like your shirt. I like The Clash, blah, blah. And he says something about how like he really likes her mom. And she says, well, I, you know, can see why she really likes you. And I bet she says something like, I bet you say that to about all of your girlfriends or something. And he says, no, just about the woman I'm dating or something. Like no, that. he says. No, she says, I bet you say that about all the, no, all your girlfriends. And he says, I don't have any girlfriends. I'm just seeing your mom. But he does say the word dating. I'm just before dating that, your mom. Before that. Oh. He's like, I'm dating your mom. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Caroline today has been kind of having Sid, our dog, energy. What the f- it was like when Sid like does this four-legged hop into the room and like freezes, <laughs> and then Drama he like, does that. Then he, like so smiles. Cute. He does this like, <laughs> and then he bolts somewhere. Every else. time we talk about Sid smiling, we go, because <laughs> that's like what he's doing. <laughs> Do you think a bookshelf would look good there? Yes. Okay. And then he, Sid wakes up in the morning and has a laundry list of things that he has to get done. Yes. Yeah, so, well, he's busy, and he. I feel like he's his day scheduled minute to minute. Sometimes he's like, oh, I get to sleep in today. I get to sleep till 8.30. Yes. We love that. And Usually when, it's 7. When we, <laughs> when we disrupt his schedule, it's like we are really putting him out. Yeah. And should, then, we should have thought about it. And then we'll put him down and he immediately is like, okay, I got to get back to work. To make up for lost time. Thanks to you. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, sometimes you guys could help me <laughs> with my tasks. <laughs> But no, I want to do it. We don't understand why it's important <laughs> to safeguard all the olives in the house that fall on the ground. And no one gets it. <laughs> I have to look for every ice cube that's ever gone yes. missing. Yes. I want to. Where do they go? <laughs> <laughs> I want to do Snoop's just like following. Snoop is like, you know, the hyena that's a little bit like there's something maybe wrong with him and the Lion mm-hmm. King. Yeah. That's Snoop. That's Snoop. So it's like, I, all right, it's time for a 15 minute power nap. I'm going to lay down on my back in the middle of the kitchen, splayed out. <laughs> no right. one disrupt me. <laughs> all right, Snoop, it's your turn to patrol. Yes. Snoop's like, huh. Snoop's like, oh, but oh, what if something happens? <laughs> Snoop is like, he the. it's like, if something happens, come get me. <laughs> <laughs> Snoop is like the worm that Jenny Slate describes as the worm in her brain. <laughs> it's like Sid like tells him something and it's like a lottery machine like starts going and he's like, ah, uh, yeah, literally. Modern art. Snoop's like, um, okay. What if something happens though? <laughs> he's like, what are you going to trip over your own fucking leg, Snoop? Keep it together one day. God damn it. I'm exhausted. <laughs> He's like, I stick my head completely out the bars of the deck, <laughs> risking my life just to keep an eye on the backyard. There are a couple of birds I don't trust. <laughs> Seems like birds. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, anyway. yeah so those are our dogs. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Well, I have two dogs of my own. <sighs> don't forget that. And they're perfect. They are good dogs. They are. We talk about it every episode. I want to talk about it more. Okay. Because here's the deal. Someone, one of them, hasn't been good till recently. 
Yeah. Chuck has but been an angel puppy. all the time. He's still a puppy. Six months old. Not even. Mm. But <laughs> he's getting better. And he looks like a teddy bear. He's so cute. He is. Aria basically finds this out. And then she says, if you hurt my mom, I will crush your scones. Hey, hey, hey. Aria, you're annoying me. You're annoying me. <sighs> Emily and Hannah are back at Knowles. And they're inside the house now. This is scary to me. You're Girls, all fully bro- broken Where's in. the fear? Where Where's is the, the fear? Fear keeps us safe. Yeah. Coming from a former scaredy cat and maybe current scaredy cat. Yeah. Fear keeps us safe. It does. So Anna and Emily are, they make In their the way into this, they, they find the secret door and Hannah pushes this shelf of games away and they get into the secret room and it looks like someone's been staying in there. It's like a little cot and um, they start going through everything and they open up like the window seat is like a storage window seat. And so they open it up and they find Maya's bag. So they have now been convinced that Maya was staying here. Um, when she went missing, this is where she was. Here are our big revelations, which aren't big. There's a pocket knife that has LJ on it. Mm-hmm. There is a birthday card that Emily gave <laughs> Allison for her 14th birthday. That Maya must have gotten from the box of Allie's things and then kept. And then kept to take to San Francisco. Such a weird thing. We also find the train ticket to San Francisco. She never left, which we, which we, we knew. knew. Hannah's like, she never uh, went to San Francisco. Hannah literally hands it, to her, hands it to Emily and goes, um, like it's like gonna be like her fucking death certificate yeah. or something. And Emily's like, she never left Rosewood. Fucking obviously. Yeah, we knew that. Her body was found here. We knew that she never left. We <sighs> knew she died. I can't. Um, so as they're in there though, of course, the door slams shut and all of the windows like become boarded and there's somebody out there and so they don't know what they're gonna do then the lights go off and emily like takes it's almost like there's like a croquet like mallet I think it's like in a there. Blow poke. okay and she's like bashing in the windows um hannah takes the lj knife and tries to break the lock on like the wooden boards that came down and she jams it so hard that like it then comes down and she stabs herself in the leg like ricky bobby <laughs> talladega nights Um, And she's, like, really bleeding. Like, she's going to need medical attention. And Emily uses all her adrenaline, gets his windows broken open, gets her and Hannah out of there. And when they get to the outside of Noel's cabin, they see a a note from A on the wall that says, um, I'm saving you two for later, A. And I just am remembering there is a security camera there. The show could end tomorrow because Noel could just check it and see who fucking wrote it. The show could have ended at the end of season two. That's true. If an AI wrote it. Yes. If an AI wrote it, Spencer would have called the cop season one. Yeah. Yeah. And I still think that she should have. And I'd still, you know, as grateful (laughs) as I am for the entertainment, I still think that would have been the right thing to do. Yeah. Probably. Um, um, yeah, so they, then they leave. While this is happening, Spencer's just looking at pictures <laughs> of Maya blown up. Which is, see, it's everybody's hobby right now, except yes. Aria's. Aria basically probably- Has done not one This is not occupying space in her brain at, at all. all. No, she doesn't give a single fuck. Like, it just keeps going to these girls, like, risking their lives, like, doing very dangerous, shady things. And Aria's, and Aria's like, like doing yoga with her mom. Yeah, actually, like, that's, that's she's like at the coffee shop with her boyfriend. She she's watching is. a black and white movie. She's doing yoga. Like, she's not doing any Nancy Drew shit. 
No. Which is like the whole thing. If you want to be part of the group, girl, you got to get on your Nancy Drew shit. Yes. Sorry, I don't make the rules. But, but I, I do, do enforce, enforce them. them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Spencer gets an email from <laughs> Unknown. And well, that's from Noel. And it says, uh, stay out of my locker with this big animated emoji smiley, smiley face. face. But also, <laughs> this is the weirdest message. I was like, is he flirting with her? Then I find out there's an attachment. Do you want to? Um, but there's an attachment and he gets, he says, is this what you were looking for? Obviously. And it's the security footage from the night Maya went missing. Or the night Maya was killed from her, from the lake house or mm-hmm. the cabin. And Spencer immediately calls someone we don't know who it is yet. And I can't believe who she chose. I can. Why? Because Sparia. I guess. But like Arya hasn't been doing anything in this. Also I know, like but Arya is like is, her number one. But it also is concerning Emily's dead girlfriend. I know. But again, and also she knew she was hanging out with Paige tonight. And so Spencer, kept pro- it from Spencer her last probably time. sent Hannah on Hannah and Emily on the mis- mission. So in Spencer's head, she's like, "Oh well, they're they're, they're clocked here. in already. Arya is on break, so I'm gonna bring her into yeah. work. <laughs> to work. Um, but yeah, so it's this video. It's video footage from that night, and she's like checking with the autopsy report to see when Maya was killed, and this footage is going to show like exactly when." And the first thing she sees is Maya does bike into the screen at like 10 o'clock p.m. So we know she left Garrett around 9 o'clock. So now Garrett is definitely not the last person that saw her alive. So they've now ruled out Garrett. He could not have killed Maya. At this point, all the girls, or is it just Hannah that's there with? Yeah, Emily's not there. And we see that Noel and Jenna arrive to the cabin after Maya and walk in. And it's at this time... They walk into a different door than yeah. Maya. So they're not in the same part of the house. Maya comes from around the back and is frantically trying to like do something. And she turns one way and then a figure pulls her out of the screen. And we can't um, see who. at this time, she's wearing a hat. <laughs> As she's pulled off the screen, however... The hat's off behind. <laughs> flies off her. Flies off her freaking head. It's pretty funny. So that's the video. So now they know it couldn't have been Noel, couldn't have been Jenna, couldn't have been Garrett. So it had to be someone else. Yeah. While this is happening, Emily gets back to her house with Maya's bag and Nate is sitting on her doorstep. Why? And he says he wants to apologize for the way he acted towards Jenna. And Emily goes, you don't need to apologize Yeah, why (laughs) would you be apologizing to Emily? Go apologize to Jenna for being a fucking weirdo. And he says, like, you know, I think that Maya's death has been taking a much harder toll on me than I thought and whatever. And Emily's kind of like, she does not seem, she's like, okay, yeah, whatever, same. Like, she's like, yeah, I know. Me too. (laughs) And she sits down and she ends up showing him that she has Maya's bag. And he starts, like, going through it. And he starts crying because he pulls out, like, a scarf that she wore at a bonfire with their families a few summers ago a or few summers ago like a long ass time ago and he starts crying and then they hug tightly <laughs> and then they pull away but not fully you know you know how it goes and um they start it's not i think every time i remember this scene it's just a peck and every no, time it i isn't. see it i'm then shocked to see that they start 
making out. And it's it's very much mutual. Like they both go in for the kiss. They both make this decision. And yeah. as they're making out, Moe's walks up with the Chinese food and a big ass smile on her face, sees them making out, <laughs> turns around, takes like three steps down the road and slams the bag of Chinese food into a metal trash can, then throws the metal trash can into the middle of the street. And somehow Emily and Nate did not hear this. this it was crazy. And it then was crazy. They stopped kissing. And Emily wasn't like, oh, that was a mistake. Emily oh. says, actually, Emily's gone mute. She says <laughs> nothing the rest of the scene. And Nate says, I've really been wanting to kiss you for a long time. Emily that was still awesome. says nothing. Hey, Emily, first of all, you're gay. Also, <laughs> yeah, of all, yeah, wait, first of all, you are gay. What the fuck? Second of all, you're dating someone. I'm not ever going to defend someone. Paige, but. And you invited her to your house tonight, and you know you she's probably her. on the way. And then Paige checks her and says, hey, not feeling well, need to cancel. And Emily's, like, kind of annoyed. But also, the coldest text you could send, if I'm Emily, I'm like, and I just kiss someone on my bridge, and someone was like supposed to go over. up in your head. I'm like, oh, my God. Did she, she was supposed to be here now. Oh, did, did she, she maybe uh, just uh, walk uh, up and. I'm immediately calling I know, Paige. I know. I, I'm, it's all appalling, frankly. Hannah is brought back to her house by Emily and then Emily leaves because she has to go meet Paige. And so who do we call? The doctor of fucking every science <laughs> on earth, I guess. He's like, what kind of doctor are you? Because Ren's here. He's a love doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? He can only help people love. <laughs> He's stitching Hannah up. Um, and it was a pretty significant gash. Yeah, it was. And he asks what we're all asking. On hey, her Hannah, kitchen table, which... Maybe out of all the kitchen tables, hers is the most sterile, but still. <laughs> because because Ashley Marin only cooks when she has to tell and, Hannah And something. there's zero food in the exactly. Um, But he does ask what we're all thinking, and it's why didn't you go to the hospital? Yeah, yeah. Why not? And she's like, I just honestly like really don't want to talk about it right now. And he's like, are you okay? She's like, yeah. You're not okay, Hannah. Like, look at you. You're not okay. So now he's going to cook for her, and they're flirting. Hannah, don't fuck this up for me. And then they're like sitting at the kitchen table after she's eaten or whatever. And I don't really remember what they're talking about. But Hannah stands up to elevate her foot and Ren's like helping her. And then she's sitting in the stool and it's like kind of catty corner to the counter. So Ren puts his hand on the back of the stool and then on the counter. So he's like right over her really hoping she kisses him. <sighs> and then she says, it's getting late. Like... Ren, Dude, take a hint. Take a hint. Take a hint and, like, read the laws. <laughs> <laughs> take a hint and read the laws, bitch. That's all I have to say to you. Yeah. I, that's all I have to say to you. And then the next morning... Wait, we didn't even talk about Arya, though, and we have to. I know <sighs> we kind of skipped over this, but Arya and Ezra are watching a black and white movie, because what else? And things are a little bit tense. Um, Ezra's, like, distracted. And he gets up and goes in the kitchen. She goes, oh, are you making popcorn? He's like, no. She's like, oh, I just don't know why else you'd be getting up. <laughs> and, and then, then he's like, look, I don't want to watch this movie anymore. I'm getting tired. Do we do this another time? And, and she gets up and we realize that she's been watching a movie in Ezra's bed that he sleeps in. In the clothes that she wore to yoga with her mom. Mm -hmm. Which we also didn't talk about. She went to yoga with her mom. And on the when they're leaving, she tells her mom, like, hey, he's not seeing anybody else. Maybe you should stop seeing everybody in Rosewood. <laughs> so she's probably going to stop. But she gets up and she actually does something we've never really seen from her before. She sincerely apologizes to Ezra. 
She's like, I'm really sorry for how I acted this morning. Like, I was out of line. And as she's apologizing, he says that he found Maggie. And she lives in Delaware. Woo! Yeesh! Sheesh! Now the next morning, <laughs> Paige is in a swim cap. That was a choice that didn't have to be made. Yeah, and I like, feel actually bad. For Lindsay Shaw? Yeah. Hey, like... If I looked at a casting call and it was like, you have to wear a swim cap for this scene, I would say, I'll pass. If I read a casting call and I have to be anywhere near a swim cap. Yeah. If a swim cap's even in the story or at honestly, all. Honestly, like, anywhere near a pool. Yeah, no. It's probably a hard no for me. It's probably going to be a hard pass, yeah. Similar to the casting call I got the other day from my agent. You guys, some casting calls you get are really strange. And all they ask for is like a picture of you from the waist down in your underwear. Anyway, Paige is wearing a swim cap. And I I actually was like kind of like that put me into such like a blackout shock that I didn't actually pay attention to the scene. Emily sits down and is like, hey, like what happened last night? Like, how Hey, you, you blew me off last night. You? Yeah, <laughs> basically. And Paige is like, I actually got sick to my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> and Emily's like, oh, like, like when, did you, when did you start feeling that way? And she goes. It actually came over me pretty suddenly. And then Emily sits down and she's like, or Paige is like, how was your night? Fishing, obviously. And Emily goes, oh, no pun intended. It was she's in a swim cap. <laughs> <laughs> Emily says it was pretty intense, which is exactly what Paige em- is going to want to hear. Oh, no, which is, oh, I was going to say, which is exactly what she doesn't want to hear. I but that's what like, you meant. You're being yeah. sarcastic. Because like. Paige saw you making out it with this man and then you told her it how was intense. I want to hear you describe kissing somebody else if I like you. If I think we're dating. Yeah. And Emily's like sitting down and she's like, yeah, like he just like had a night kind of like that night that I had the other night. Paige is like, hmm, yeah. What did you guys talk about? Like is being, and I'm a little bit like, she's not really like giving Emily, like opening the floor for Emily to like be honest. I understand that. Yeah. She's coming in pretty hot, but like I I can't judge her for that. This is the one thing I can't judge her for. Emily, why did you kiss him back? (laughs) Emily, that was so stupid. For so many reasons. But it's not even that. Also, Emily, why didn't you tell him what just happened to you? Aren't you a little shaken up? Also, um, why didn't you just like... (sighs) If you're going to talk about the night at all, why didn't you just tell Paige what happened? Yeah, no, exactly. And, but my, my issue with the kiss... Was that it's not like Nate suddenly kissed her and she kissed him back. No. There it, was a moment of like they were looking. It's like that moment when you decide you're going to kiss someone. It, they were both were like looking in each other's eyes. Looking, looking at, at their, their lips, lips. Moving in a little bit. T- leaning their head a little bit. Like there were like five whole Mississippis before the kiss where they were like, should we? Yeah. And then they made the choice to. Yeah, to do it. <laughs> <laughs> not the right choice. <laughs> not the choice I would have made. Actually, probably exactly the choice I would have made. Because <laughs> I always made the wrong choice. <laughs> so, yeah. Then we find out. Um, oh, well, one last thing is that Ella does go visit Zach at the brew for a nightcap. And they're having a drink. And she's basically like, I saw Aria. Like, I just don't know if you really should want to be with me because you're young and gorgeous. And I feel like you should be seeing other people. And I was she, seeing other people. She says, she says, you have so much life to live. And. I've already lived one. And then we find out she's 38, <laughs> <laughs> which is not even middle age. And that makes me sick to my stomach. No, that makes me want to die. She's 10 years older than me. So you're so I'm supposed age. to have lived my whole life in the next 10 years. Oh my God. When did she have Aria? 14. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe like 22. <laughs> Certainly not 14. Uh, I just was uh, trying to figure that out, but I guess that makes not that sense. weird. Because I was like, I'm not going to have a kid Arya's age when I'm 38, but I also didn't have a kid six years ago or whatever. And thank God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then we get our A scene. Which was kind of weird. But we do find out that Garrett's trial is starting. Jury is being selected. And now we know the girls have this piece of information. What's going to happen? Oh, my God. What's going to happen? Oh, my God. And we're about almost halfway through season three, which yeah. is fucking bonkers. Here's what, like, should happen, though, is Spencer should have the wherewithal to... Your mom... Sorry. If you have this... Uh, you're withholding evidence. You're committing another crime. That's true. Just give it... You don't you want to figure out who the murderer Why is? Why didn't Noel give it to the police is the real question. Yeah. What is Noel hiding? He must be hiding something. I just can't think of what it or is. Or maybe right he's now. just fucking stupid. But like yeah, he I knew Spencer wanted I just it's weird the, to me. The A scene is that we're in A's apartment and A's watching the news and then decides they've had enough and turns on Wheel of oh, fortune. fortune. And we're just looking at hoodies, making sure they're all spaced out the exact same way, which is I guess A's favorite spacing is the width of their hand. Yeah. It's not very exact. Yeah. Because you could hold your fingers differently every time. Anyway. uh, (laughs) For for lots of reasons. Phoebe doesn't need to explain. No, you guys get it. Um, Our synopsis for next week's episode. We've got season three, episode 11, single fright female. Emily's relationship (laughs) with Paige has been anything but easy. Yeah, we know. But she feels like things are now going in the right direction. So when Spencer comes to her with a tale about Paige's history with Allison, Emily is not ready to heed her warnings. Oh, my God. No way. Does Paige get worse? Um, Yeah, but so does Allie. <laughs> well, I mean, Allie how says, much worse Allie can it get? Pre- Allie said some pretty unkind things to Paige. Allie said some pretty unkind things to almost everybody. <laughs> it's like, get, get in line. Literally. So, um, boo-hoo. But everybody... I am... An Emerson Stan. <laughs> well, I think most people are. Thank God. Guys, stop um, DMing me spoilers. <laughs> yeah. You Actually, know? one was just DM to Caroline that felt really deliberate. <laughs> the one that I got on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Oh, was that a TikTok DM? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I get that. And Phoebe is not on our TikTok, guys. Just so you know. It's just Caroline. It is only me. So any, like, if I know if you send messages to our Instagram, there's, like, the chance Phoebe could intercept them. And you guys, like, get so lucky and happy and when it's, like, signed so lucky Phoebe. when that happens. But I do need you also to say, like, like, some of you do this. Put a message first that says, like, Caroline, don't read this. Yeah. Some of you have done that. And that's been great because then I don't read it. And it's perfect. But if Phoebe hasn't had the chance to look yet, and I do... I'm going to see it. But on TikTok, it is only me. So if you message me anything on TikTok, Literally. I am going to read it. <laughs> not her. But I also will say, I know everybody who sees our TikToks does not know, does not listen to our podcast. Right. So they may not know. But Which is like, stop. what the hell? At this point, I feel like I know so many things that happen. Yeah. But that's okay. I mean... That's fine. I'm still enjoying the ride. It's still bonkers crazy to me. You have no idea how we end up where we end up. No, I don't. And you couldn't guess it, I don't think. I'm almost positive I could not. Actually, I'm 100% positive (laughs) I could not. Um, So, yeah, guys, thank you so much. I know this is a long one. Hopefully, you enjoyed. If you are a patron of the podcast, you have another episode you can go listen to. The Vampire Diaries 
pilot uh, season recap season. No episode recap. <laughs> and if you guys have any suggestions for future shows you'd like us to watch, I know I want to do Gossip Girl. Yeah. Or like any documentaries that aren't fucking weird. Yeah. Or just any like movies, television shows, phenomenons you want to hear us talk about. Like we're open to suggestions. Yeah. Um, if you want to if you want to hear us talk about foreign policy. That I will leave to Phoebe because she's the expert. But, you know, nothing's off limits. You're welcome. Phoebe and I, guys, we do not want to do video content. But that is like the one thing that we get asked to do that we have not put any single plans in motion to, to do. It's because, hey, it's like we were talking about Alex Cooper. We wear what Alex Cooper wears on her podcast when we record ours. But we don't look like don't, Alex Cooper. Hey, guys, I know. This is Please. shocking. Hey, close um, your mouth real quick. <laughs> I know you're trying to drop to the floor. Yeah. We don't we look don't like look Alex Cooper. Her. And also our studio doesn't, doesn't look, like, look Alex like Alex Cooper's. But it is cute. And how dare you? It doesn't look like the professional studio that Spotify built for Alex Cooper. It Sorry. No, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't have the pretty little podcast on the wall. <sighs> no. Okay, no. And that's pretty weird. Literally, it doesn't. I know. <laughs> Um, Imagine I come in like when I get back from Charles and, and you like, like oh the whole room great. is completely different. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, literally. Um, but yeah, so check out our podcast Patreon, please. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, follow us on social media, all that stuff. And yeah, we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. And, and split. split.